0: Log Talk Radio.
1: This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised.
2: Hey, this is Eastside Johnny Big Redemption Light. Know what I'm talking about? Hold oh, up! Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Don't try, try try try. Don't try, try, try. I walk in room. Uh, they eyes wide, wide, wide. I, wide, wide, wide. Third album comes soon. Yeah. I'm glad y'all gon' die. Don't I, y'all gonna I ain't chasing die. after no bitch. I got go. bigger plans for staying rich. I've been is. tap dancing since I was six. I tap dance all over the bridge. And your diamonds like
1: tap water. Sorry, Alex, don't kill me. But there's a reason <laughs> for this song. It's pure motivation. I understand you heard the old guy in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Language. For uh, adult yeah. viewers and what has you But this song Can man Look adults? man, today Today has just been one of them days man Where like Everybody's been taking a L. L Really? I feel like it man Like Golden State So like
3: Blowing that shit <laughs> Welcome to the pop cultures by the way It is I, Alex To the mellow with of course half pine Kyle Adams But taking the L I mean like, like who?
1: Oh So like I'll tell you today I threw away the wrong transfer, and got on the train, and a cop checked my transfer. Profile? No, uh, he was checking everybody. I know, like, yeah. And so when I pulled out my like transfer, don't tell
3: Jordan that. Jordan will not believe you. I don't know if you've seen the thread. Woo (laughs) Just for going off. Yeah, I saw that. But um so so the cop asked you what what did you do?
1: Um oh um well he's like Yo, do you have any tickets? And I'm like tickets? He's like any transfer tickets? I'm like what do you mean? And he's like have you had have you violated before? And I'm like no. And then he was like give me your ID and we'll check. And he checked and obviously it came clean. Like fuck. And so then he was like well look, it's a warning. Um just don't do it again. And I'm like Oh, it wasn't. A, it wasn't on purpose.
3: Yeah, but he was. But cool. I got away. He was cool.
1: I got away, so that's fine. But like, I'm pretty sure he knew it was genuine. Like,
2: yeah, I had a
1: transfer. It's just I told him like I threw away the wrong one. I threw away the one that was current and kept the old one like a dumbass.
3: Yeah.
1: But like, hey, you were and, up, and, you were
3: up front. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I told you him, the and
1: like he was like, "That's fine." I mean. I'm sure if you knew if I was on shit, like he would be like, nah, bro, run that because like those tickets are like one seventy five, man.
3: Like for... I remember when they were a buck and a quarter.
1: Ooh. Oh no no no! I mean like like the fair the fair now like non rush is two fifty. I think I saw today because I, I caught the bus today because I started a job downtown and obviously you know there's no parking, so mm-hmm. I caught the bus and. um yeah, I saw and I'm like 250 for a non-rush hour, and it's like 325 for wow. rush hour. I don't and know, you know if I would why pay 325
3: to watch Rush Hour now nowadays.
1: Oh, I don't know, man. Jackie Chan, Maybe Chris Tucker—that's a good combo. Rush
3: Hour was pretty tight. You're right. You're right. That was really good. Um, the second one, though, <laughs> man, garbage. Um, who who else is taking kamel's I mean, uh, I mean LeBron might be taking one. They they are down at the end of the first. Welcome to the Celtics, Kyle's team here. How yes. excited are you, man, that the Celtics am... might finally uh beat the, you know, beat them off their back? Uh,
1: I mean, <laughs> it's it sucks to not see it done without Kyrie, but Kyrie is just uh kind of weird anyway. Like I kind of lost respect for him as a player. But anyway. That's a different story. (laughs) Um, The Celtics are passing my expectations. I thought they were going to get swept first round. I mean, because they just lost Kyrie at the end of the season. And so you're like, Mm -hmm. well, shit, there goes everything. Because, like, literally, the end of the season, he's like, knee surgery. Run it up. Let's do it. (laughs) It's like, what? What? You got the playoffs, bro. The playoffs. But they made it to to the finals or the conference finals, sorry. And uh, they are, what, 3-2 ahead of Cleveland?
3: Yeah, uh, I think it's 2-2. I believe it's tied 2-2. They could be up 3-2 after tonight, the way that it's looking. So, who knows? I mean, kudos to to all the Celtics staff, by the way, um, and the players that have stepped up with the injuries. Um, I don't know. Like you said last week, maybe Kyrie's just prepping for that Uncle Drew uh, You know, kind of pressed <laughs> into it That'll be happening pretty soon Which I'm not going to uh, lie I'm like 80% sure I'm going to go see that movie I might <laughs> I, have I really... to I might have to be on like many things uh-huh. Like a lot of Coke Zero Or, or Dr. Pepper Ooh. Uh, But uh, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I, I might check that shit out I'm not going to lie It looks so wacky Plus you got, you know, Lil Rel I'm all about Lil Rel now
1: And Tiffany Haddish, don't forget about that
3: Oh yeah, I mean Tiffany Haddish is blowing up. Also, that Nice for What video by Drake. What are your thoughts on that? I the song's kind of growing awesome. on me. But that's yeah. just an awesome ass video.
1: It is. Uh Tiffany Haddish did her thing. She's the reason why she deserves more it's than 500,000 from Netflix.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she deserves more than Monique, as we know has been kind of been yeah. anti-Netflix?
1: Yeah. I, and me me and my homie Reese had a discussion about this, and I'm like, Monique is not worth 500000 Like, I thought that was a slap in the face, Like and she has every right to be upset. But, like, hmm. then again, when was the last time you did a stand-up? A movie, you're blacklisted for movies, so it's like, what what value do you actually have? And so, like, if anything, she should have took that as like, okay, I'm going to take this $500,000, i am going to rebuild my career, and I'm going to get back into TV. Yeah. Or and, and,
3: that's, and I think that's what Netflix provides for a lot of comedians that, you know, haven't been into that same, you know, spotlight as they once were before. Not saying that yes. Chris Rock, Seinfeld, you know, any of them. But, you know, like you said, you know, like a person like Monique and a lot of up and comers, you know, kind of as yeah. well. So
1: Net, um, uh, Netflix is like the home of stand ups now. It's like more stand up than Comedy Central.
3: Yeah, comedy central, HBO, huge. HBO was huge in the '80s and '90s. um, I mean, until today, but that was their thing. That's when stand up, you know, a big stand up comedy boom was happening. I remember as a kid, like five, six, seven, eight, staying up watching the the uh, the HBO specials that they would have. A lot of George Carlin. Um, you know, a lot of Bobcat, a lot of the um, comic relief. I don't know if you remember that, Kyle. Yeah, I a, kind of like it. I watched a, that a, a lot. The Goldberg, Billy Crystal, Robin Williams, mm-hmm. a host full of others. But you know, they were they were you know benefiting on you know charities. Of course, I believe the homeless was their their big uh, priority there. So a lot of you know interesting you know sketches they would do uh wacky jokes, of course, Robin Williams and uh some some interesting tidbits as well, so yeah, Netflix, for sure, I mean, they are building their comedy brand, yeah
1: um and i yeah <laughs> I think what was it i it was Seth Rogan that mentioned um that fact as well, I guess that Netflix does more stand ups than Comedy Central or anything else.
3: Yeah, Comedy Central doesn't fun really fun. do those anymore. I mean, they, they started oh. bringing them back like three, four years ago. They would do like maybe eight to ten comedians like twice a year. So like not like night. like what they used to have. Yeah, it was like 11, not a Friday. It's like, no, give, yeah. them, give them more time. Come on. Don't be an asshat. I agree. And now it's even
1: hard to be a stand-up comedian, I feel like. Uh, Pierre Douglas, who does Baddies, which we interviewed him on the show here, yep, um, yep. he uh, – Talks about the struggle all the time Although I think it's kind of like bad that he does it on Facebook Like to his fans But at the same time Ooh. like I get it you're struggling Yeah
3: Yeah I mean maybe Maybe that's you know he could insert that Into the act which I'm sure you know he, he possibly Had next time uh, we, we should plan out to uh, make it out to baddies It was a, a great interview last year We had with uh, the the owner right Co-owner right
1: Yeah yeah, Connor. Uh Pierre Douglas who calls Baddies Pierre along D- with uh a few other friends of his um which it's not in the place in St. Paul anymore but they are still doing shows at the Capri and um I think they have a stand-up show coming up uh in June as well. Yeah,
3: check them out on on Facebook, Baddies Comedy Company or Baddies yeah. Comedy Co period. Um they they're always posting awesome specials. Uh, really cool stuff, you know, various events that they have. Um they they had uh, comedy and, and, and some ladies uh you know as as well which I always thought was uh was pretty damn cool so uh check them out if you're in the yeah. Twin Cities area. Also, uh as we checked out last weekend, uh I don't know if there was a Avengers a hangover or not. It was certainly not for me, Kyle, uh since I did oh, since see, I did it, see it, it uh one more time this weekend. Um but uh, yes, we we should definitely do that. But um, also checked out Deadpool too, uh, so I'm excited to, to to discuss and dive into the wacky world of Will. I am Wilson. too.
1: I am too because uh,
3: it's going to be spoilers. We got a sounder for you guys. Yeah. It won't be for you know about 20 minutes or so. Uh, but if you see the movie, definitely you know. Check in, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting interesting talk. We got Daredevil, Derek Fury, hopefully coming on as well to kind of give his his take as well. We'll, of course, break down the Manic Movie Minute, the box office beatdown. Did Deadpool 2 make a splash, or did Avengers kind of keep folding? I mean, let's be real. it, It was time for a change. We'll also discuss the Atlanta finale. Kyle will give his musical mantra for the week. Uh, a preview sound sets that will be happening this weekend out in St. Paul, right? It's at the state fairgrounds now, right?
1: Yep. 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 Moving on up.
3: Awesome. Awesome. We'll uh, see if he uh, has any recommendations for the Memorial day weekend, what he'll be grilling. Also, we'll talk some shiz, but for now we'll be back in two and two and deer hunters or deer hunter novices. Uh, do we uh, here at strong saw uh, media and the pop culture's have a product review from, from FML Solutions, Inc. Check out what Pat Katz and everybody at FML Solutions have in store for you. We'll see you in 2 and 2 Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative gear stand. Missing out on an
0: awesome
4: show Uh sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets.
5: Fan of pro wrestling like we are? We got you covered. From WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even talking the Bone Soldiers and Endo Moris. Sorry, Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this.
0: Everything is evil.
5: Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night. 6 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Strong Style New Network.
0: Okay. I'm gonna get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susan. Ryan is gonna
4: love this hat.
3: Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop?
5: Calling all Fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil. And I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net, the one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host Ryan, the technical legend Cook, and I break it down. That's the Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media.
0: Alexa, call Ashley.
2: Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag. Marinate. Mm, love gonna be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, you're no. oh, gonna pull it out. JB, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, JB. You will elect- That's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys. But I'll take it from here.
0: <laughs> oh wow Hi beautiful friends I would like to introduce you To Christian Grey Oh no We started this book club to stimulate our minds From what I hear this book is quite stimulating <laughs> hey. Oh wow Whoa, so, oh, what's that? That's not mine I've never seen that book before honestly This is nasty <laughs> Have you ever been saying what? This book has got me in a total tizzy. Give me the zip ties. Are you thinking about tying me up? What? Nothing is just. If women our age were meant to have sex, God wouldn't do what he does to our bodies. Speak for yourself. Well, that was not God. That was Doctor Nazarian. You just need to put yourself out there. Judge Myers. Yes. Rev up your love life with these tips. Do you need anything else, Your Honor? A man of your dreams is just a click away. No, I don't. I'm fine. Thank you. Yep. When? Arthur awesome, Riley. What's it been? 40 years? Since, since when do you eat ice cream? Oh God, I got a brain freeze. Here, give that to a professional. Oh my God. <laughs> it's a first date. So put on something sexy. Just be comfortable. That's too comfortable. Right. Well, hey you. I love a man of <laughs> Alright. Everybody remembers their first kiss. How about I tell you about my best kiss? Maybe that hasn't happened
5: yet. <laughs> I never thought I'd be back here again.
0: Is it as good as you remember? Maybe better. Mom, you need to be a little bit realistic. There's a man out there who makes me feel things that I didn't think were still possible.
2: <laughs> You are better at this than you think.
0: Maybe things with us will go bust, but that's life. And I'm not through living mine just yet. I can't believe you put Viagra in my beer. Sir, I'm going to need you to step out of the vehicle. I don't think that's a good idea, officer. Okay, enjoy your night. You do. Thank you.
2: This is the moment fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Yeah, baby. Welcome to the box office. It's <laughs>
3: Welcome back to the Yo. pop culture. Wow! By the way, wow. um, that was a long ass trailer for uh, Deadpool 2: Electric Boogaloo. Now, of course, that was Book Club, uh, which I'm not gonna lie, Kyle. Uh, I, I secretly, not secretly, I do want to see this movie because when you have a murderer's row of actresses, ladies, I have uh, enjoyed probably my whole life: Mary Steenburgen, Candice Bergen, Jane Fonda, and of course. I mean Annie Hall herself, Diane Keaton. It's for me. It's just going to be a fun, you know. This is a popcorn flick for me. You know, not not you know a big summer tempo. But that's a movie where you know I'll I'll have a few laughs. I'll get some of the jokes, and uh, yeah, that's crazy enough. Kyle, my a good time at the movies for me.
1: Is Diane Keaton stuck in the same role, Wimbo?
3: Um. Maybe I mean I I can't even think of the last movie that she was in beforehand. Um, I <laughs> like mean it's something's always gotta some... give. One... Oh, I was gonna it's say it's one of my some, like, favorites, but
1: Rachel Adams flick or like something about like love where it's like a quiet, serious comedy,
3: yeah, dry I, drama. Yes. yeah. I mean she's essentially always the mom, or mom. you know, a woman mm-hmm. of a certain age. You know that mm-hmm. that's about to break out, which you know. Uh, star of the film Mary Steenburgen says she despises that you know that that kind of phrase put in front of her or in front of the movie, which you know, yeah, it's a little you know tacky, but you know, it's it's the niche concept of the film, but you know, uh, something I I would not be opposed to be seen, uh, mm-hmm. you know, more so than I feel pretty. I would probably even see it before Life of the Party, because again, I am a sucker for Dang. for all four of those ladies so.
1: you mean to tell me you went wait really life of the party gets gets trashed over this
3: honestly yeah i i would like my saw really this after Deadpool too but then we were like no let's just go see avengers again <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a good choice but, i would probably do it but we are like, hey, like do we go see book club I was like no let's keep the action going
1: was there a movie like that like where a parent has like joined their college and like Was really loving it. Yeah, was called
3: Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield.
1: That's right.
3: (laughs) I always wonder, like,
1: I always wonder, like, if there was something like that because I was like, that's such an original plot, but like, no, it's not. And they even done on TV show. What am I thinking? But that's that's just weird. That I don't know. I thought she would be good in that. Man, like, I uh,
3: no, no. I I want to see it, but if I had to choose, like, what am I going to spend my two hours <laughs> with? I would probably choose book club. Honestly, oh, I think I would man. get a little bit more laughter out of it. And and again, I like the cast of Life of the Party, but I mean, thank Keaton, Jane Fonda, Grace and Frankie is on you know on par with Atlanta of great TV. It transcends into so many central themes. Whether you're the child, the parent the you know, just, you know, owning a business and trying to, you know, figure your own life out. Like there's so many different realms into that series and Jaden Vonda just plays such a plays that role, plays herself pretty damn well, you know, kind of if you will. Uh but um, I and, and again, just dang Keaton. Annie hall, that's easily top five for me.
1: I can't remember this movie that I wanna say uh, maybe Indiana Jones was in. Why well, I forget his name all of a sudden. Forgive me. Uh, but, um, oh, Harrison Ford. Thank you. Um, but it's about like a, a morning uh, talk show, and yeah, with he was like Morning yeah, Glory. I want
3: to say it's called. Morning Glory. Thank you.
1: Yes, and and wasn't Diane Keaton? Patrick Wilson's
3: in it. <laughs> in it? Uh, yep, yep. Diane Keaton was in that. She was the the anchor, I believe. That's what I thought. Well wow, that See, movie's like, almost ten years old, guy. <laughs> So would you rather watch that or would you rather watch Life of the Party? Hey man, I'm uh, I would say I would watch Life of the Party just cuz
0: I don't
4: I don't
3: know. <laughs> I'm a fan of Rachel McAdams now due to Game Night, which I highly recommend picking up via Redbox, getting it digitally where have you. It is a it's a a, a comedy that again splits deadpan to dry humor to uh, some pretty gritty violence, if you will. Uh, if you rent nothing this weekend or, or rent anything, try to get game night. It's a, a fun time. But th- this could be good. I mean, I again, I like this cast. Um, it just seemed a little, I don't know, just not my thing at that time in 2010. When That's it came fair. out. But That's fair. I, 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 I actually like Morning Glory, yeah, I, I'm sure I, I would thoroughly enjoy it now. But at that time, I was like, I don't get Rachel McAdams. Now I totally get it. Um, mm. And Patrick Wilson, uh, who I believe plays the, the love interest or the, uh, the the second male character lead, I, I'm a huge fan. I mean, again, yeah, the film of cool. Little Children, Watchmen, but Little Children. God, again, that movie just did something to me when I saw that back uh, back in Uptown. When it was released wasn't, many, many moons ago Wasn't
1: Patrick Wilson in The Conjuring? Or
3: Yes, he was uh, The one, your favorite horror movie of last week Which was, yeah, The Conjuring Yes, yeah, he
1: was okay. that's my thought. And I think that's he's an
3: Insidious That's why I find it funny, because I was like, wasn't he in both of those? <laughs>
1: I saw Sinister 2 for like The second time, I don't know why I did that
3: I heard the first one Was pretty damn good Wow, Little Children is 12 years old God, that's such a good movie Wow. I gotta watch. That I like movie. see Patrick
1: Wilson, he could be like a good um Star Lord. If
3: uh Yeah. I, if homie I, uh
1: why I forget I, his I, name I, now? Why uh,
3: first I forget friend.
1: everybody's names? Thank you.
3: That but that train if, conductor's security guard got you shook. <laughs> but
1: like if he if he bounced, I think Patrick Wilson will be I mean, they could be like brothers almost.
3: Yeah, I mean if they do a middle aged Han solo movie, sign him up. Like Beastie Boys part two. Yep. <laughs> like
1: Patrick Wilson would be like the older version of Chris Pratt. Definitely. <laughs> um
3: I believe you also had a question a few weeks ago, uh with with our awesome box office beatdown sounder. Thank you, Kyle. Uh you know, you were talking about Michael Buffer. Um, essentially he hasn't done really too much of anything, uh, except film a role in Creed two. Oh, since he was in the first one, of course, but yeah, otherwise he doesn't really do too many sports or anything like that anymore, man.
1: That sucks. I mean, he was like great, especially he made WCW on Mondays.
3: The, the, he did emphasize that main event To be like oh man Do I gotta watch <laughs> yeah, this or did. raw And no then matter I would say, how sing the- and I would change the channel <laughs> <laughs> Rey Mysterio
1: Click What? Dude I like Rey Mysterio like, I think WCW like was Some of the best runs that these wrestlers had like, When
3: I, I look back I At it now you're damn right. I mean, the talent <laughs> that they had just in that, and that cruiserweight division, Kyle is. I would that say it's great. matched up to uh, to what New Japan is doing in their junior division, right?
1: Yeah, now. I remember WWE tried to like compete with that, and they could not hang. They tried to like even bring no. outside talent.
3: I mean, like yeah, of course they, WCW, they WCW did of it too. They brought the WCW ones in, and then they yeah. made them like Molans and. We called the Mexicals and ride a lawnmower into the ring. Like, true, Some stupid.
1: However, WWE oh. did give us that sunset flip power bomb off the top rope. Thank you, Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman, for sacrificing your bodies.
3: It's still real to me, damn it.
1: <laughs>
3: damn straight. All in. Oh, man. All in. Uh The last, mo- yeah, he was, uh, I-, I guess Adam Sandler's got to give Michael Buffer a call since that was the last kind of thing. He was in uh, that I remember movie-wise. But uh, speaking of movie-wise, uh, coming in at number five of Breaking Game, Gabriel Union, uh, doing pretty well over the last few weeks since uh, coming out with this one. $6.4 million, a tad under $30 million, but definitely hasn't made uh, kind of the budget there. So, so kudos to Gabriel Union. Life of the party, as we were talking about earlier, Melissa McCarthy only getting $7.5 million to get about $31 million there. Number three, okay. book club. The ladies doing it big. Twelve and a half a million coming in into the third spot. There, uh, pretty good. You know, Rotten Tomato score. It's you know apparently he's already exceeded the the reported budgets. So you know it, it definitely should be a, a good movie that that could make a little steam in the next couple of weeks. You know, it's good good movies for you know a different audience. But Kyle, I've been going to these type of movies with my mom. My aunt, you know, we would go to, like, a lot of these type of movies. Um, and that's why, you know, maybe I, I, you know, I'm not quick to dismiss them. Maybe it's that nostalgic factor. And, you know, a lot of these characters do remind me of various family members. Except ones I hope that don't go into Fifty Shades. But um, coming in at number two, Kyle, I don't know if you're still there. Um yeah, yeah. my oh, the
1: I was just trying to screen it and see who it was. I think it's uh, Blackatris, but I could be oh, wrong.
3: Blackatris. thank you, Blackatris. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two, Avengers: Infinity War, 28.6 million dollars of 595 million domestically um, since it has been out the last few weeks. Uh, pretty much, will will topple uh Avenger, or i would say 600 million as as soon as probably today uh it's already at 1.8 billion dollars with a capital b worldwide uh zipping past of course jurassic world for the fourth highest uh global total ever at the box office but coming in at number one we of course ryan reynolds josh brolin I almost said James Brolin, but Josh Brolin, uh, Zazzy Beats, a uh, host full of other people will get into uh, uh, into the, uh, the review here um, in a bit. But uh, Deadpool 2, going a little under expectations, I believe. Uh, it definitely did not gross more than the first one, uh, but it wasn't that far off. Deadpool 2 getting $125 million domestically, I believe. Uh, the first one... We got about 132 million. So, again, Kyle, you know, not that too far off, but kind of surprising, especially since it was getting better, you know, test screening scores than the original. Um, The reviews, you know, a week before kind of the big embargo wasn't lifted, were really positive. And then, like, uh, Thursday happened, and then, like, a lot of the reviews were divisive, uh, Mm -hmm. which I'm very surprised at.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you mean by divisive?
3: Sorry were like okay. with with all the positive word of mouth coming along you know bef- you know from test greetings and this and that and then when the actual critics came and you know you expect it to be like a 90 you know seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes like before um I don't even think it's yeah 83 percent on Rotten Tomatoes so uh definitely a a dip from the first one there but uh are you kind of surprised by that? Do you think that might have stopped a few people from checking it out? Or do you think a lot of them were waiting for Discount Tuesdays? Well, I guess Deadpool actually, they, it's gotten the same 83% Rotten Tomatoes as the, uh, as the sequel. So I guess there's Neither not really. too much change there. But just very surprised, especially with uh, the amount of love that Deadpool gets. But again, we will dissect that. In a bit here. Um, is Demetris on the line here?
1: Let me touch him Whoa, whoa, the... that was
3: crazy. The... Uh, do, do you got that sounder, Kyle? Oh, um, shoot, no,
1: I, I have it. Let me, <laughs> let me upload it quick though.
3: Derek Fury, the Daredevil himself. How are you doing this evening, sir? Welcome to the Pop Culturist.
4: I am doing fantastic, my friend. Thank you for having me.
3: Yes, yes. Um, I think I'm going to call an audible here. Um So yeah, Kyle <laughs> Well I know D- Dentris, I mean you you have some hockey to watch, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, so so what I think we're gonna do, Kyle, we're gonna kinda switch the, the last segment in the first and and we'll kind of roll into the second so if you have that clip ready sir i will uh smooth talk demetrius burrow um deadpool i mean kind of explain your history with the character of wade wilson and the deadpool comics
4: the funny thing about that is i wasn't really that huge on deadpool at first it took like the thing that got me into deadpool was watch uh there was a Specific comic book, and I remember the cover. It was Wolverine, like, or no, it was Deadpool with Wolverine on his sword, his swords crossed together. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so this character looks pretty cool. And I was reading the comic book, and they they just have brutal fights. And I was like, all right. So then I went back and read some Deadpool stuff, and I was like, okay, well he's pretty dope. (laughs) So that's pretty much my so that's pretty much my history with the character, like how I got into him.
6: Uh, Have
4: you?
1: Oh, what's have you seen Wolverine versus kind of history, Blade? Those oh. comics. What comics? Uh, Wolverine versus Blade.
4: Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, they were tight, weren't they? Well, Blade's tight. He's underrated in my eyes, but whatever.
1: Uh, I I praise him way too much on his show. That's for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in between not a that mad and I got to
1: hook up. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's not
3: wow. a bad, it's not a bad praise. I mean, it's just something I, I have to. I mean, I remember enjoying that series. You know, I, I wasn't too big into the comics or whatnot. And every now and then, when he would pop up on the Spider-Man cartoon, which was rare, but say like, oh shit, they got Blade. Um, and yeah, I mean, you you can't give it up you know any and more respect to kind of what it did especially before your x-men your spider-man you know even came into theaters for that to be one of the first properties to be showcased but i i guess it could be just wesley snipes where i don't really Ouch. you know invest too much because he's so much of a dick <laughs> you're not wrong
4: <laughs> you are not wrong yes. can't
3: but you um that. But when I put that aside and and I watched passenger fifty seven on a bi yearly basis, i uh just remember the good old days when all he did was just evade his taxes um but <laughs> i mean as as we all know, Deadpool again getting a you know uh, not a bad you know weekend at the movies I would say um you know mm-hmm. again coming seven million under the the first Deadpool film uh, with that, that surprising $132 million opening. Uh, why do you think, Demetrius, that the movie um, didn't perform as well as the first?
4: That's that's a good question. I honestly don't know. It could You know, you could put it on maybe some parents. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we've seen the first one. We're not going to take up babies. Like people pretty much, oh, my God. Sorry, I'm watching the game. But no, people pretty oh. much know what they're getting into. You know what I mean? It's, it's like Deadpool to me is probably the most purest like movie adaptation that they've had. Watching a movie is like reading a Deadpool comic; it's the exact same thing.
3: I agree with mm-hmm. that. But before we go any further, I 120% agree with you, Kyle. If we we're we're gonna get spoiled here, guys, ladies and germs, so you might want to you know kind of mute for the next like seven minutes or so. But everyone who's seen the movie enjoy this conversation oh, uh Bacal, whenever you're ready to so
1: I'm trying to play it it said like uh stack interrupted I don't, can y'all hear me cuz my soundboard was yeah, right.
3: I hear you. I hear you yeah, I can hear you that just sounds like a cool like name stack interrupted
1: whoa i was like i tried to
3: press play and it was like stack
1: interrupt and it reloaded to me the episode page here in Whoa our, uh, Back, back panel. One second. Get in the studio back up.
3: <laughs> but um, Man, but yes, we, an we we're gonna today. go heavy, uh, for sure. Um, all three of us. have seen this movie. Um, this is gonna be kind of hopefully a, a reoccurring segment called Blurred Alerts with Demetrius. I mean, Kyle and 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 Jesus, right? Jeez. Um, you know, we we'll talk. You know. Got kind of a comic, or anime, you know, just kind of random, random stuff. <laughs> I was gonna say it myself, but I was like, I, I can't be honorary. I guess I'm a nerd. A what? A nerd. A
0: what? What,
4: what, is, is that? what does that mean? <laughs> well,
3: uh, you know, blurred. You know, and then oh. I guess I'm a Mexican nerd. Blurred. I get it. out to my
2: They represent
3: the realness. <laughs> I'm tight. Whoa!
1: <laughs> That's relentless, relentless. That was intense. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. Oh, I was going to pull up the uh, sounder, the uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> See, like I'm.
3: There's so many buttons on here,
1: and like as it's soon as confusing. you leave one, it's yeah. it's lost and it's gone.
3: I I agree. That's why I always say thank you, Kyle, for everything that you do with that. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Dolls. One more the time,
2: bro.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, I love that song, by the way.
3: I've appreciated it a lot more lately, especially after. The I love that man in
4: general, but
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should change yeah. the show sometimes. I think to the Donald Glover culturist, uh, but I mean he's had. I mean, a great career, not only in, you know, writing, you know, winning, you know, awards for 30 Rock, but also, you know, when he was with Derek Comedy, you know, with the viral videos, you know, kind of at the beginning of that. Of course, you know, his his role on Community, his stand-up, you know, which, you know, has always been, you know, we talked about on the show, you know, various movies, but of course, you know, Childish Gambino as a, you know, as a rapper, you know, just so many different things. He's so smart um so Don't articulate and oh <laughs> 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 and plus he's Orlando Corisian this weekend in solo i mean you can't ask for you know anything better right now or to be anyone uh you know than Donald Glover right now he's definitely had that's true a fantastic like decade or eight years or what have you but um we'll him. Uh... hopefully again Hopefully, I'll be able to check them out in Denver uh, this October here. The last Gambino shows. But um, but back to uh, to Deadpool. Spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers. I was going to give it one more time for
1: Demetrius, though, because he deserves the uh, blurbs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shout out to my blurbs. They represent the realness.
1: Oh, All right. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Spoiler, ladies and gentlemen. One time for Alex. Thank you, Blog Talk, for uh, working with me. No stacks interrupted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Man,
3: so when Spider-Man dies, you're like, know. "What?" But oh,
0: yeah.
1: wrong. Wrong movie, Or when you sir. opened up your uh, clearance
3: toy from Toys R Us. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man <laughs> that was the greatest thing I, I think I saw that day um <laughs> Deadpool too, though you know the kind of the continuation from from the first one of course Wade Wilson uh looking to finally be happy but it's you know it's darkest but hilarious comics uh or characters of out of the Marvel universe there and of course he he suffers some heartbreak if you will Um, you know, with the, the love of his life, essentially getting marked kind of right in the beginning there. Um, was that kind of surprising for you? Kind of how they went that route as well as, you know, kind of, uh, the route they went with the X-Force?
4: Kind of. Yeah. I mean, especially since, you know, the character, if you know the comic books or anything, or if you're very diverse with the Marvel universe, his, um, love interest in the movie is actually based off of a character named Copycat, who Deadpool actually marries at one point. Ah. So, so people have been putting that together, which I think is why, you know, just because we're doing the spoiler alert, that's why he goes back in time and saves her, because they had to keep her.
3: So, she eventually becomes the Copycat? <laughs> <laughs> but...
4: So, you know, you remember in, uh, what was it, Deadpool 1, where she was in, like, that pod thing or whatever in a cell?
3: Yes, yes.
4: There's the speculation that, you know, she's already a mutant.
3: Oh, Vanessa people are like, is why, a mutant.
4: like, why wouldn't she have died, even with that impact?
3: That is so kind of odd. Yeah, so there's that. Like you and said, kind of like, going back in time, like like that trope, of course, used in the uh, the. Where this review is going to be all over the place because this movie, let's be real, is all over the place. Um, we get is. surprise villains, you know, kind of from the X Men or the X universe, um, you know, with with Juggernaut, which was kind of spoiled for me from a site where they were making an educated guess just by different visuals in the trailer, where it was like you blink and you miss them. And then you're like, oh, holy shit, this is great marketing. Because, again, you knew Cable wasn't going to be the villain in this movie. So it was kind of yeah. nice how they, you know, it was still kind of a surprise, even though I had an inkling. But, of course, it kind of starts out with um, with the foster kid, Russell, um, a.k.a. Firefist, you know, kind of coming off the orphanage there. A young pyro, if you will, played uh, hilariously, I would say. Um, by Julian Dennison, who I loved uh, a few years ago from uh, Taika Waititi's Hunt for the Wilderpeople. Uh, check that shit out on Hulu if you uh, have not yet. But um, kind of Fire Fist is kind of being seen as the villain. Um, were you kind of surprised to see Juggernaut kind of come throughout? A little bit, but I I don't know.
4: I was he really needed in the film?
1: It gave great. Did they dramatic, need him?
0: I thought I mean, that.
4: I guess. I mean, you just needed something or somebody for a Colossus to fight, basically.
0: Yeah. 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 He, he wasn't really needed. One. One. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he
6: did. Yeah, he did.
4: But no, I mean, the dude who played Juggernaut was pretty sweet. I liked how they portrayed him, so it was cool. But I don't think he was really needed. They just wanted to give Colossus some shine. But he, like Kyle said, he got break speed off him too. So. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever.
3: I mean, was it essentially, was it a CG type of character? or At parts, I thought it was Vinny Jones. It kind of looked like his face. But I couldn't tell if it was like a person or if it was primarily a CG a la Thanos. Um, it kind of seemed
1: like it. You heard Deadpool say, like, CGI fight coming up. So I thought that was yeah, that oh. funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, also, like, a... if you noticed, like, halfway throughout the movie, his accent went from British to New York. I didn't notice
3: that. I <laughs> if you
1: pay attention, if you watch it, like, from the beginning, like, it's British, and I'm like, cool, like, it's the act, like, Vinny Young, like, or, uh, yeah. uh Vinnie who? Vinny Young, sorry. Jones. Um, I was like, cool, like, he's in it, and then, like, ha- like, later on throughout the film, like, his accent started getting more and more New York. And then, like, towards the end of it, it was just straight what Juggernaut was. And I'm like, huh. Okay. <laughs> what? Interesting.
3: I'm surprised he didn't do the whole uh, I'm the Juggernaut bitch. But I'm kind of happy he didn't partake in that statement as well. Since it was kind of tarnished in that last shit that he was in. Good God. Mm. What yeah. That? last stand that shit shit hole of a movie <laughs> my god uh, anyways we're we're going to talk good marvel x properties here um uh, you know as i talked a little earlier you know of course the big hype about this movie was the introduction to the x force um you know in the uh onto the silver screen here of course there have been you know a, a few writers over the last uh, decade trying to Create an actual X Force movie. Um, apparently, there's one being written at the current moment. But of course, you know, we, we get the likes of Terry Cruz. We get, you know, uh, we get Shatterstar, you know, Bedlam, of course, played by Terry Cruz. We get Shatterstar, who I remember vividly from the comics. So it's kind of funny seeing him on screen and thinking, wow, that's a wacky ass costume. Um, we get Zazzy Beats as Domino, who I thought was fantastic. Um, Mm. Very much like Valkyrie and Thor Ragnarok, um, the the heroine who doesn't need saving, because, hey, unlike CM Punk, she doesn't believe luck is for losers, especially with the ways that she can kind of use it to her advantage. Um, But uh, let's be real. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, But let's be real. Of course, the the awesome newest member of the X-Force, besides, of course, the Vanisher, was Peter, right?
4: No, Peter. That was so
3: ridiculous. <laughs> I loved the headshot and they were like, What are we being catfish here?
1: <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, I didn't <sighs> see the biggest gripe with this with the whole movie is I thought that the writing, even though they pointed it out a couple times here and there calling it lazy, but I thought that was for jokes. But ultimately, mm-hmm. I thought they were, like, telling the truth. And I felt like I was still missing a lot from the movie. Um, talking to you guys is kind of like helping the the puzzles fit the the missing pieces. You know, like, or you know, you guys mm-hmm. are giving me the pieces. But, like, um, I don't, I still feel like it's, it just was like, you know, you start something really good and then, like, you forget about it. And then, like, it's due, like, the next day. So, like, you hurry up and write some crap. And then, like, you send it off. I kind of felt like that's what Deadpool 2 was to me. Huh. Damn.
4: I loved ah. it just because either when they were promoting it, they catfished a bunch of people. They carnied everybody. Mm-hmm. Also, if so? If you go back, it's... how long was X-Force in the movie? Eight um... seconds
3: before they all got (laughs) MacGrubered and all got murked, which I thought was (laughs) fucking awesome. I thought that was so brilliant um, in that way. And and you're totally right, uh, Demetrius, where the the marketing on that, that's why, you know, where I was like, oh, there's another villain that they're leading to, the mentor to Firefist, if you will, you know, another heavy, you know, for for the characters, like you said, someone for, for Colossus to kind of grapple with, um, but yeah, seeing Bedlam, uh, you know, when they all jump out of the plane, that a whole version of, of them training, becoming a crew, I thought was brilliant. It was quick. It was short. Uh, again, you know, Terry Cruz, you know, when he jumps out, his parachute, you know, makes him land into a bus, a shatter star. What does he get disintegrated essentially with that awesome yeah. costume? Uh, Bill Skarsgård who played Pennywise in, uh, last year's smash it's. With uh, yeah. Zeitgeist, which I thought was a pretty cool cameo there, he gets, you know, pretty much in the wood chipper there as they try <laughs> to save him. Rob Delaney from the fantastic Amazon show Catastrophe as Peter. Um, but Vanisher, again, uh, besides Peter, my MVP of the film, when you see a parachute jump out of an airplane by itself, like the parachute pack, like, I was like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's great yeah, That was awesome. That's fucking great. And then the big, you know, reveal, again, spoiler, but if you lasted this long, you've already kind of known, uh, when yeah. Vanisher hits an electric uh, or a, a, a yeah, pole, um, you know, full of electricity, he zaps, and who do you see, Demetrius? I, I don't remember. Who do you see, Kyle? I
1: swore it was like Brad Pitt, but I was wrong.
3: Ding, ding, ding. You are correct. It was Brad oh. Pitt. And how <laughs> flipping awesome was that! Um, apparently, he filmed it in just you know about two hours, and the only way he said he would film this movie is if Ryan Reynolds would personally deliver him deliver him a coffee to his trailer. Which Ryan Reynolds was like, "Sure." And then when he was delivered a coffee, Brad Pitt was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot I asked for that." So you know, definitely a fan <laughs> of the of the character, the first movie. Um, and, and pretty damn cool, if you think about it, when you get to see Brad Pitt, as well as some of the X-Men, um, as Deadpool is, is, is at the mansion and trying to recruit Colossus back in Negasonic uh, Teenage Warhead. I I love saying that name. Um, and of <laughs> course, uh,
1: what's that? Oh, uh, he was like Negus uh, in Deadpool 1. We was like, Negasonic Teenage. What the shit? I love that name. And then he's like asking if they could switch names as he was like going to work on Francis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then,
6: um a, I would
3: say a new favorite character uh, played by Shirori Katsuna, who was uh, Negasonic's uh, BFF. I can't think of that character's name, but she was always like, hi, very... I'm very happy to see yeah. Wade and Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I, I thought
1: <laughs> I thought that was great. All right, so talking to you guys, like I'm not I'm not saying it was a bad film because I thought it was funny. The comedy was great, and the uh, fight scenes was great. Um, I even noticed different fight styles: the way Cable fought, the way mm-hmm. Deadpool fought, you know, the way Colossus mm-hmm. fought, Juggernaut. Like you all saw different fighting styles, and at me being a martial artist fan, you noticed that, and it was great. Um, and so to see all of that in one one big mixing pot and everything, like it, I'm not saying it was in a bad film. I just felt like the writing towards the end just got a little like,
3: here you go. Yeah, yeah but then the post credit scene happened, and it all made up True. for that. It, True. Yeah, it that made up for everything. Away. The, the movie itself ended kind of randomly Which I think over the last 20 years It's hard to end the movie Because the movie's just like the end uh, But Ryan Reynolds Not only was Deadpool Wade Wilson what have you He was also the voice of the Juggernauts So oh, that wow. kind of answers that question there um, But uh, you know I, I like the concept Of Cable <laughs> Cable coming back to destroy you know someone that has not only started burning down the earth but killed his family um and of course young firefist so kind of a looper effect wink wink if uh if you've seen that ryan johnson classic um a pretty awesome film i might say but uh what
0: is that oh i'll turn it up
3: from deadpool
1: there's more, but I just turned it off. Yeah, down.
3: holy shit, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but no, I, I, I thought you know that was that was a nice grasp to the story, and I thought Josh Brolin, Ryan Reynolds, A seems like it was a hell of a time on set. Great chemistry. You add in zazy beats. Which I thought, uh, kind of seeing those three kind of take on uh, the juggernaut, Fire Fist, what have you, was was a fun time. Um, of course, we not we cannot forget everybody's favorite a taxi driver, uh, pinder, who of course has Do a pinder. taste of fun now. Um, but uh, you know, kind of we'll go back to that that that, that after credit sequence since we know that De- Dentress has to get uh, get gone in a bit here. Um, of course, you know, he kind of gets, uh, gets to go back in time, um, and, and kind of right the wrongs of, of movie past, if you will. Um, did you a stand up and applaud along with Ryan or B, did you secretly do the yes in your seats like I did? And then after everyone left say, holy shit, that was the greatest thing ever.
4: I was in my seat and said, that was the greatest thing ever.
3: <laughs> it was Gotta so awesome. What he just in that in that scene,
4: it was just so awesome. I mean, he's, that terrible abomination of a Deadpool is fighting, and then the good Deadpool just shows up and kills him. And it's he you're just him. like he marks him, and then he's when, I don't know what I liked better was like when he when that happened, or when he was reading the uh, the Green Lantern and he kills himself.
0: You're welcome, <laughs> Like I don't. <laughs> he
1: said, "Welcome to the big leagues, kid." Kisses the script and then just gets merged You just, you just
4: merch I'm like, I don't know what I liked better. It... Oh man,
3: it was so good. It was so good. It was brilliant. I appreciated the satire that it kind of did on group superhero movies as well. I mean, obviously the X-Force gag, kind of a dig at the Avengers franchise at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, this movie is, is, is I mean, this character is a satire on heroes, anti-heroes, on comic books in general. Um, and and this movie, I you know Demetrius, as you stated earlier, this was a pitch perfect Deadpool movie. I thought even more so than the first. Let's not forget about Baby Legs Deadpool as well. That's definitely something from the pages there. Um, the humor was was spot on. This I thought was a little bit more enjoyable than the first one. Um, you know, a lot like the cinema scores. Uh, again, very surprised that that, uh, that it didn't you know kind of get as much um, you know like the first one here. Now, we got Solo coming off this weekend. Uh, we'll start with you, Kyle. Do you think that will, you know, kind of hurt Deadpool in a way, you know, with all these Star Wars nerds, including myself? You know, do you think that will hinder Deadpool, or do you think Deadpool has a stabbing chance on staying the top?
1: No, nah, it's definitely going to get knocked down at number two. <laughs> to being honest.
3: What do you think, Demetrius? Do you think it's got a fighting chance to
4: stay here? I agree with Kyle. The Force is strong, man. It doesn't even matter. what It's Star Wars, dude. dude. It's (laughs) a wrap.
3: Are you all caught up now, Demetrius?
4: On Star Wars?
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you saw Episode 8, didn't you? Are you excited for Solo, or are you just kind of like, I'll wait and see?
4: No, I'm pumped for it. I want to see it in theaters. Me and Ryan plan on seeing it. Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to see it Saturday,
3: maybe? Saturday?
4: Sweet, sweet Saturday. Speaking (laughs) of which, before I get going, my favorite thing about Deadpool, though, was the mention for Hope. Do you guys know who Hope is from the comics? Ooh, no. Do tell. Hope is, God, I think it was um, Avengers versus X-Men. It was uh, the girl that they were after, and Cable takes her because everybody's trying to kill her because she has a connection Mm. to the Phoenix Force. But in mm. the movie, in Deadpool, he's like, yeah, my daughter, that's the teddy bear that he had.
3: Oh, yes, it's okay.
4: It's Hope's teddy bear. So that was my favorite thing, that they actually shot that out and said something about her, which is awesome. That's cool. Because eventually, oh. in the future here, we got uh, the X-Men movie Dark Phoenix coming out, too, so that's pretty tight.
3: So. Oh, man, do they mix cable into that? Oh man, I can't wait for that. I I hope the reshoots for that uh, make it even more awesome. Or we we'll have to wait winter of 2019 to check out the Dark Phoenix saga. Um. So so Demetrius, obviously you enjoyed Deadpool too. Uh, do you give it weekend money, a five dollar Tuesday money, wait to stream it, or or what? What do you kind of give it? How would you spend your funds to check this out? I
4: wouldn't go see it. Like, I would just go to the theater and see it. I'm you not going to take it. all my
3: money. Just
4: take take all, all my money. money
0: nice.
4: Take all my what money. I you, enjoyed Kyle? it more than uh, Avengers.
1: Um, Ooh, I, I, tough, def- Really? Oh. Um, dang. I don't know if I'd put it better than Avengers, to be honest with you. Just because I, I felt saw like. Avengers
3: I- right after Deadpool, uh, guys, and yeah, I still preferred Avengers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
1: I think it's just because it's more star power and a a better storyline, um, but. Deadpool but they're two, two different it's, movies.
3: They're two different yeah. movies. I mean.
1: Definitely not than Jay Z right now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but on the on the same record label, so it's like Jay Z Kanye right now, you know. Jay Z Kanye and Rockefeller.
3: Okay. <laughs> but, I, I like the, I like the parallel.
1: <laughs> uh, it's definitely that weekend money. It's definitely that weekend money. Um however what blew my mind was the ten forty five show yesterday was real I mean it sold out but it was relatively easy to get tickets. Um I think even nine forty five was relatively easy as well. But I think once it got closer to start time then the tickets start selling. But like we we didn't have no problem with like getting tickets and then like so we got tickets Monday and then we got tickets Tuesday for the same show in the same theater like, two together, but just one's, like, in section B, and and we was all the way in the back. But we were still able to find, like, two tickets together, like, on two separate days, which I, I found really weird.
3: Yeah, I I was, you know, I got my tickets, like, maybe a couple hours before, and there, there were a fleet full of seats available, but, you know, I... It's interesting, but, you know, I... I do you think this will drop 50% comic book, or do you think... This will sustain a little bit more audience or the positive word of mouth or that crazy ass uh, after credit sequence it might get more people to check it out this weekend with Solo in theaters.
0: <clears throat>
3: um, yeah, check it out in theaters for sure. Definitely.
1: And then go <laughs> buy it on DVD. And then, um, yeah.
3: I've only seen the Just first one. I would say like twice. And I've owned it, and I think I've only watched it once. And I watch a shit. I've, I've seen, seen Avengers four like four times already. Jeez. <laughs> or three, four times, I should say. Wow.
1: Wow. Yeah. I've. I think I've seen Iron Man two that much, or Iron Man one that much, in theaters. Probably more, like six times. And you never get yeah, tired of, of it. One. You never get tired. You never get tired of it. Like, and it's crazy. Like, I've seen Iron Man one like six, seven times in the theaters, and I never got tired of it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I only groan when they show Jeff Bridges like at <laughs> the end of the film. But like ninety eight percent of it, you're like, oh, this shit's a good. Like this, it, like Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Like from his life to you know how it went rock bottom to then like he got this you know twenty third chance. And he made do of it, and and he essentially utilized his past to emphasize this character onto the big screen and have it resonate with all the audiences. Swagger or not, um, the vulnerability of him as well—you know—grasping all that, you know, power now. I think has just been, you know, so great for that franchise. So they're very mm. smart that you didn't kill him off. Spoilers. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but thank you for, uh, very much, Demetrius. Hopefully. Uh, You can come on uh, next week for another round of Blurred Alert. Give your take on anime, different music you're listening to, and all that good tsunami.
4: I dig it. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen, for having me. You guys have a good rest of the show.
3: Enjoy your hobby. Go Celtics. Bye. (laughs) Shout out to
2: (laughs) my Blurred. They represent the realness.
3: That was so tight. We are... (laughs)
1: That <laughs> was, was like him throwing a smoke grenade As he like rides out Into the sun <laughs> oh, <Peter.
3: laughs> So when they go back in time Obviously we're still talking Deadpool 2 Spoiler, spoiler, only just for like three more minutes uh, Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler Deadpool 2, spoiler yep. So when he kind of goes back in time We kind of see him really only save Peter, do you think he saved the rest Of the X-Force? He did.
1: I mean, you you just, you just kind of got the sense of it. Like, you know, if he got saved, everybody else, I'm sure, got saved.
3: I don't know, man. He's the only one that landed safely. I don't think anyone else lived. It'll be interesting kind of what... And technically, Vanessa didn't survive, I don't think. Really? I don't think they showed her. I, I mean, I'm gonna check it out again this weekend after Solo. So stay I, tuned I, next
0: week. <laughs>
3: I could have sworn like, like everybody was cheering and it was a good moment. And
1: then you know he tells him to go home. Um,
3: I mean, we know so yeah, the I, Banner shirt didn't come back.
1: No, he's uh uh looking at baseball bats, um potentially. Are, you know I make line, it
3: back. Are they making what? Glorious Bastards 2. No, that would be interesting. World War 3? <laughs> that would be interesting. I mean, they already killed the Hitler in the movie theaters. Speaking of killing, uh, which baby Hitler getting murdered, by the way, it was a deleted scene in Deadpool 2. Uh, apparently, the director and the writers are saying an extended cut of Deadpool 2 should be released. Not sure about in theaters, but I'm sure for the release when it's on a Blu-ray and or digital. Uh, Kyle and I will be right back. We're going to dive into some manic movie minute. We're going to also talk about what Kyle uh, saw in theaters. I'll talk a little Rampage as well, some Proud Mary, some Molly's Game, um And we'll be back in dose and two mm-hmm.
0: Most people would consider this illegal Illegal. illegal.
3: What was mere vision
5: suddenly became a reality When you put a bunch of entities together And you bundle into one giant conglomerate Baby, you get strong style media My name is Ryan Cook I'm the chairman of our company And I'm here to tell you that each and every week Sunday through Thursday night We give you the best in radio For boxing needs Standing 8 count radio For pro wrestling we got WrestleCast We got your sports knowledge covered with sportscast You like movies The pop cultures are where it's at And for all your local hip hop So Sound Radio Make sure to subscribe Like, comment, rate, share Follow everything you got iTunes, Stitcher Google Play, Radio tune in At more. We are Strong Style.
1: You won't see these folks at the post office.
3: They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com mail
0: letters
1: ship packages all the services of the post office right on your computer get a four-week trial including postage and a digital
3: scale go to stamps.com today hey alex Mello here host of the pop culturist on the strong sound media network inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the pop culture archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates.
0: What are we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. You can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No, What if you actually wanted boba, it's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. (laughs) I like that. Okay. It's another manic with Alex.
3: Welcome back to the Pop Culture Set, of course, is my, my ni- maniacal laugh there, uh, Alex, along with the half-bind Kyle Adams. We're going to get up, a dramatic movie minute. Uh, we had the wonderful uh, Daredevil, Derek Fury, uh, on last segment. Uh, we did a little uh, Deadpool 2 uh, review. <laughs> Spoiler-filled, of course, so if you kind of rewind back, uh, you know, about... 15 minutes we'll talk that also by the way we missed the one cameo in that uh, which i'm sure we'll talk about next week i may randomly just shout out an actor's name and kyle might get it but every news source pretty much ruined it with their headlines uh like monday uh, monday morning there but uh speaking of deadpool um as i said before break uh the director uh david leach leach uh, all i know is the the co-director of the fantastically instant classic john wick um Said that again. the The extended cut is coming with way more Domino, which I thought she was shown. You know, I, I thought really well. well. I thought you know an introduction yeah. for that character, but again, more zazzy beats, more character of that domino, of Domino um, isn't too bad. What do you say? More, or, or do you think it was at the right amounts?
1: Uh, I thought it was good. Um, I mean, her, like I said, her fight scenes was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm cool with it. I'm quoting everybody's, like, uh, offense
3: time. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of of comic adaptations, one of my favorite uh, graphic novels, I should say, uh, graphic novels as well as movies. I'm a fan of the original and the extended cut. Pay to all you want, Internet. Uh, but The Watchmen, of course, Damon Lindenloff, as I've mentioned a few shows back, adapting the show for HBO he actually wrote, which I felt was a pretty heartfelt letter to the fan base of the Alan Moore classic. Of course, Alan Moore despises any ad- uh, adapting of his works, whether it's Swamp Thing, uh, you know, Watchmen, what have you. And and of course, you know, he's done work, you know, on the likes for you know various characters like Batman and and Damon Lindelof, you know, to the short and simple said. I love these characters. I love this universe that has been created. You know, I am a fan as well. My dad brought me into this. I've been approached numerous times to adapt this, but again, my love of it wouldn't let me do it. And essentially saying, you know what, Alan Moore, he can give his blessing or not. Well, you know, he didn't really say it like that, but he was like pretty much... You know, I'm going to do it this way. It's not going to be a straight adaptation, a sequel, a prequel. They're going to, you know, add new characters. They're going to shine on different characters. And the cast, actually, some of the cast was released a little earlier today. Um, and, and I, you know, Regina King, who we worked with on The Leftovers, uh, which was just uh, off air from HBO last year. You got Don Johnson, Tim Blake Nelson, who's awesome. The the legendary Lewis Gossett Jr., Adelaide Clemens, um, you know, one of just to name some of the few actors that are gonna be onto this. Um, this could be interesting. Again, it's it's gonna be something entirely different from the comics, but should be presented within that universe. He also said the end of the world device will not be included into this, but essentially instead of, you know, kind of the Reagan scare, we have the Trump scare. So it should be interesting. Along those lines. Kyle, have you heard of the kids' movie, Show Dogs?
1: Um, no. <laughs> it's, a it's essentially
3: yeah, kids' movie, Talking Dogs, Will Arnett. God, what happened? But thankfully, Arrested Development is back this Monday on Netflix. Uh, back to, the old, to their old gags, their old tricks. But Show Dogs was embroiled in some controversy with release a blogger, or quote-unquote concerned, a moviegoer pretty much put the movie on blast saying, at a dog show, you know, the, would the judge kind of, you know, pets the coat, you know, checks the genital area and whatnot. And, of course, this movie's called Show Dogs. You know, we all know if you've ever seen a dog show, they are checked on all sorts of areas. Well, mm-hmm. they show that in this movie, which is PG, and apparently she threw a huge raid saying it's something pedophiles do, You know, yada yada. You know, just trying to say, hey, you know, looking into it a little bit more. Even though a lot of people, again, were coming to the defense of the movie, saying, hey, like, you know, this is just a dog show. You know, kind of what what happens. You know, and and essentially, she, you know, kind of made it a viral type of article um, where the studio now has recut the film and will be sending theaters this week which a lot of theaters around me, uh, you know, kind of uh, stopped playing it just due to that fact because of one article, probably without even seeing the movie. Um, and just announced today that, oh, we're being sent newer edited versions of this movie. Now, again, that's a horrible, you know, action to be had. But do you think, you know, that's a little too politically correct?
1: Um, I don't think it's politically correct at all I think it's the opposite Because it's like it, if, these, if these things are done at a show And let's say a kid watches show dogs Correct? And mm-hmm. they will all of a sudden want to bring their dog to a pageant Well, they're going to see that And they're going to be probably freaked out Like, oh You know? But like at <laughs> least watching this film gives them that chance To like prepare themselves Like, okay, I've seen this in the movie So this is real life Okay, I I'm looking okay at this.
3: I really <laughs> hope <laughs> no child learns any life lessons from the film Show Dogs, but hey, who knows? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think it might have been a little stretch, a little too much. I, you know, again, I'm sure there was a joke of like, "Hey, you got to buy me dinner first or something like that. Again, so. it's a child film, but I. I don't know. I'm sure that version will be released on the internet sometime soon, if not already. Um, so Godzilla which one? Yes.
1: Which one's is more ridiculous, the EpiPen or Show Dogs? <laughs> they, Show Dogs, they, had, they cut, they 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 hit theaters, pulled their film,
3: cut it, mm-hmm. and then re-released it. Where Peter Rabbit did not do that. Um, no, it was
1: just like this is real life. Middle finger.
3: Uh, shout out to Peter Rabbit for keeping it real. <laughs> you want me over. Um, are you ready for an adaptation from a show from the 1970s? I'm Ooh. not, but apparently Marky Marker thinks you Whoa. are, since he's bringing The Six dollars Man, a movie that's been in limbo for at least the last 25 years. Uh, oh. Apparently uh, switching release dates, getting pushed back, Kyle, a full year. From the year 2019 to the year 2020, will you give a shit about this movie in two years, yes or no?
1: Is is Cena going to be the main villain in this film?
3: I I hope so. Then yes.
1: Because I would (laughs) like
3: to see Wahlberg
1: and Cena go at it for the Battle of the Boston Crabs.
3: The Battle? Wow. I'm I'm all about that. Um, Apparently Transformers 6, people are all about as well. That will be coming out. June 28th, 2019, uh, are you ready to be? Uh, get your robots in disguise once more, Kyle? And no. we got that Bumblebee this, this Christmas with John Cena, as you mentioned, um, as well as the wonderfully talented Haley Steinfeld. Wait, what? Yeah, it's a Bumble oh, Bumblebee. God, she's acting now, huh? Two. She's always she it she earned an Oscar nomination when she was like eleven for True Grit.
1: Oh wow, I didn't know that. Well, good job, Jerry. I didn't
3: know that. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty rad, and now she's a singer apparently, which is so weird. Uh, oh, when you watch True Grit and you see her now, you're like, "What? Um, God, that's such a good movie." <laughs> um, Pet Cemetery, the the uh, the remake. I guess we asked for. Um. Hey, when you cast John Lithgow as the crazy farmer character, I guess I'm all in. Uh, but that one is coming out next April in 2019. Uh, are you familiar with the the original Pet Cemetery or the sequel with John Connor himself?
1: Um, I think so. Is that that's the Stephen King one, right? And that's like yep, yep. What all the crazy cats? Like
3: not bury your animals from uh, on an Indian burial ground
1: yeah and they had like the lauren Hill like the um origins of that that beat that ready or not beat
3: mhm oh
1: in the end I think so, yeah, like if you watch yeah. the end, you'll hear like that weird humming thing in the beginning of ready or not and then yeah, but yeah, I think I remember that. I think there's like three Stephen King films I remember my entire life Fenner um uh, Pet Cemetery, and then, like, that one film with Jada Pickett, and she has, like, the blood of God, and she, like, seals doors and crap.
3: Oh, Demon Night? That movie's awesome, but that was Tales from the Crypt. Oh, man. Dope. Damn it. I thought that was Stephen King. <laughs> uh, Liam Neeson, <laughs> apparently, will be. Uh... Is in talks to be in the Men in Black a spin off to pretty much be the head of the MIB. Is something you welcome, or uh do you th- Yeah, I, I think that's actually an inspired casting choice. Him, Chris Pratt, and of course um Valkyrie herself, Tessa Thompson. Uh, do you think that'll be a good dynamic? Let me reframe the quest- uh the question.
1: In men in black, yeah, but yep. why is uh why not Jay Farrell? Uh Will Good
3: question. I think they're they're flipping the the gender, race, if you will, kind of with the I characters. Think, if if you haven't seen or noticed, I but think
1: yeah, true. But I think that'd be cool as hell if you had Jay Farrow and and Liam Neeson like back and forth like K and J.
3: That would be interesting. I don't know if Neeson's gonna be the agent, but I think he's gonna be kind of like the the the, the head of MIB, the boss, if you will, played wonderfully, of course, by Rip Torn. Before he went and robbed the bank um, yeah. I think that could be interesting um, I'm, I'm all about Tessa Thompson So I mean For her, just to see Hemsworth and, and Liam Neeson Kind of, you know back Go back and forth I think that could be interesting uh, Over Under Kyle uh, 10 aliens Liam Neeson knocks out In this movie Under you don't think he's going to have his own fighting uh, fighting section?
1: Nine and a quarter. I say he accidentally knocks out one of them little uh, worm slugs
3: on worm accident. Worm slugs? Man, I hope they don't bring him back. Uh, speaking of Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> even though that was like 20 minutes ago, uh, Michael Bay, as we all know, the master of explosions, uh, they're teaming up to uh, star in a film for Netflix. Is do you think you have to upgrade your TV to handle all that Michael Bayness on your screen and Ryan Reynolds smolderness?
1: First things first, how is the Master of Explosions like not a, a uh, an adult entertainer nickname?
3: <laughs> that could be your uh, your second career. <laughs> I, I I'd say you should definitely use that name.
1: <laughs> the Master of Explosions. I don't know, um, but um i am <laughs> cutting promos in a
3: in a, in a porno <laughs> um <laughs> that's a name right it's... there <laughs>
1: <laughs> Por- porno promos volume porno one promos <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: half pint the master of explosions
3: that <laughs> that's the finisher oh my God, literally, that's the finisher that's gross. <laughs>
1: Um, Ryan Reynolds is gonna do a movie with Michael Bay. Is that again or no? Like, I feel like they've done some before.
3: Sounds about right. <laughs> I, I no, honestly, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if he was in, um, a a Michael, Avengers, Michael Bay type movie. Um, Avengers. <laughs> I think it's just kind of the sixth underground there, but that that's going to be crazy. You better have your Bose system, your 98-inch television ready, because Michael Bay is going to blow shit up! Speaking of blowing Max shit will. up, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish should get everybody laughing, especially in the Lego universe. Since the sequel has officially been announced for February of 2019, the Lego movie 2. Wait for it, Kyle... The second part, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Ooh. of course, being uh, new to the cast. There, um, do you think this is going to be a, a huge push for Tiffany Haddish, or do you think people are going to get a little, uh, a little annoyed with the overexposure she's been getting?
1: Um. See, when I
3: when you announced
1: it, I didn't groan.
3: I think it'll be fun. I'm I'm not. I'm all for more Tiffany Haddish. I think just for all the years that we haven't seen her, that she's being held down. I think the more that we're getting of her, I think is actually the better because people can realize how freaking hilarious she is.
1: Definitely fine wine though.
3: <laughs> like, don't go the Cat Williams route. No, she's good on the Tracy Morgan, uh, show. I I, I find her that? very endearing on that. Yes, I've seen a few episodes. The last OG on TBS.
1: Yeah, I wanted to watch it. Dang, I'm gonna see if they have it on available somewhere. Oh, I wanted to watch it. That's my jam. Like I I've seen previews for it and it looks good. I'm a huge fan of Tracy Morgan. I just saw Fist Fight, actually twice.
3: Oh man, <laughs> over the weekend. That was um, the movie I turned off (laughs) I wanted to like it Because I love Charlie Day I love Tracy Morgan I love Cube But A Jillian Bell But I That that was freaking harsh To get through I I think I turned it it off With like 20 minutes Left to go
1: That depresses me Because I thought it was funny
3: (laughs) I was like I can't even finish (laughs)
1: You cut off right before the fight
3: Eh
1: What? Don't man, don't man. The fight, the fight was good. And
3: like, maybe I'll it just even go ha- back and watch the fight.
1: Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, also, sh- however, yep, it didn't make a good point. I will tell you. Spoiler alert. Um, they get their jobs back. Like they all get really? fired. And they get their jobs back because they fought, and like the, ca- or the fight caused like a big ruckus, um, saying that the schools was an like or like inequipped, I guess, to support teachers, and that caused teachers to turn against each
3: other. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Teacher discrimination—we don't need that shit. Uh, you it know, what we do need apparently. Um, obviously, as you've seen on our Facebook page, the Pop Culturist. Give it a like, give it a share, comment, <laughs> see what you want us to talk about. But but Kyle posting the awesome teaser motion capture poster of John Wick three, which will be released a year from now in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, some cast has been announced for John Wick three. Of course, this will open up the world of the assassin of that ring. Uh, you get Halle Berry, you get Angelica Houston um, yes. and, and a favorite of mine. You get two of the dudes from the raid series Yeon ruhain and csep Arif rotman which i apologize i'm messing up your name but the big one for me of course a man hello jerks jason Manzukis uh is, is gonna be on board if you listen to the wonderful podcast how did this get made of course we all know and Rafi from the league um but uh he's always talking about like they always write treatment. On the show for all these action movies, and John Wick was one where they've always said, "Yeah, I would love to be in that movie." And it's it's awesome to kind of finally see him get on board with this shit. This is, this is gonna be crazy.
1: I mean, yeah. does this
3: cast get more hype for the expansion of this universe?
1: Um, I'm excited to see like who they bring. I mean, obviously we mentioned some names, but we know it's a warriors with type Thomas. of like. Movie almost, but it's like him versus all, I guess. Yeah. Maybe it's not Warriors, but it, it, like that excites me. The chase excites me. Um, it's almost do you think it's almost like a Ready Player One type thing? I mean, not that um, they're gonna bring in like big characters, but like that type of feel, you think?
3: I think what you said before that, not where it's groups, but it's gonna be very Warriors-esque. You're going to have these people that have their own certain set of skills, sorry, Liam Neeson, that will probably either help or, or will hurt John Wick kind of in the long run or, you know, his allies. I'm sure he's a was a very feared man, but also respected. So I'm sure there are people that are on his team, you know, like a Lawrence Fishburne, the Ian McShane character. Hell, even uh, Lance Reddick, the hotel manager, for a minute until you know he had to do what had to be done for the the sake of the hotel. Uh, which, by the way, Hotel Artemis looks awesome. Um, but uh, but you know I, this should be interesting. This uh, the casting, the names of these characters. Um, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be damn fun.
1: Yeah, I, I'm excited for it. Um, and.
3: Like it takes me back to this wrestling
1: moment where like Chris and Law got turned on by the radicals, and mm-hmm. so like one by one he like went and took them out, and I thought that was pretty cool. Like on I know, episode of Raw or something, like you just see him slowly like choke out like Perry Saturn or something, and then like all of a sudden like oh, like <laughs> like Eddie Guerrero gets attacked in the ring or something like. But you know my my point is made. Like those type of things, like seeing like him getting the upper hand or him like winning these battles one by one but still like taking the effects from the other ones like a gauntlet I think those really intrigue me
3: Yes no definitely and who I, I don't think it's going to come out pretty but I think it's going to open uh, open up that world so much more um mm. not only for the cinematic viewing but of course we know a, a TV show is in the works so uh, this will definitely kind of help that platform as well. Um, so it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Will comments show up? We don't know. We'll find out. 2019. <laughs> um, also, a little tidbit: twenty three years ago, three years ago today, Full House ended its run on uh, on TGIF. Um, oh. As well as, did I mention Arrested Development's coming back? Um, you know, turmoil <laughs> and all. You know, Jeffrey Tambor is a dick. Uh, I'm very excited to see the blue family and hopefully they can kind of amend or Jeffrey Tambor can, can apologize for being such a dick. Uh, but before we leave, uh, I would say the most interesting tidbit of the week that I can remember Jake hall has been tapped to play so many different superheroes over since the whole superhero movie, Has, you know, kind of come about or or become more popular over the last 10 years. Hell, it was even rumored Matt Reeves wanted Gyllenhaal for his The Batman, you know, movie that kind of restarts over at WBDC. Uh, But apparently it's close to a done deal, deal, Kyle. Not only will Michael Keaton return, thankfully, as the vulture in the Spider Man homecoming sequel, but Jake Gyllenhaal apparently, again, indicated, or it's indicated he might come in the sequel to play Mysterio. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, man, because I thought Mysterio was going to be, like, long, long, like, I think it was number two that Mysterio Mm -hmm. was supposed to be um, in the film. So to see that being made, I think it's cool. Um, Never give up hope. Keep hope alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll see, because, I mean, these villains lately, they've been kind of booty. I mean, with like big names, they've just been garbage. Like Jamie Fox, garbage. Um, garbage. <laughs> um. God, the guy that played that seventy show, didn't he? He played Brock. Like, what do they think? Like, so, like, I, I hope that these villains. And you know what sucks? It's like it has to be the, the anti-villain to be a good villain.
3: Mm-hmm. like yeah. cable I mean it's like the um, wrestling Civil it's like War. wrestling, like the Steve Austin, you know the anti hero is the one everybody you know kind of cheers for in the end, you know, Dean Ambrose being a you know kind of a the a more modern interpretation of that um yeah. but yeah, you're totally right like it, in order for it to seem cool or to be deemed a success, you gotta kind of have a badass anti hero mm.
1: and so i I don't know, um. Hopefully it'll be good, like I said, I was pumped in it for the second film when they when they was supposed to put them in there, but they didn't um so yeah, see how it goes. Hopefully it turns out to be a good one.
3: I think it'll be good, but before we cut to uh cut to uh our solo love here, and that sounded weird um <laughs> do you think they're gonna cover that beautiful face, that beautiful mane? that is Jake Gyllenhaal with Mysterio's helmets, which, of course, is that yeah. how he's able to kind of commit those crimes through his illusionary mind-bending tactics?
1: Yeah, but I think that they're going to, like, Iron Man him, so they're going to, like, uh, show him okay. inside the helmet, but they're going to have him wear the helmet. That's my guess. That or, like, you know, like Condor. Condor wasn't really – they didn't show his face all that much, but like he still was enough to know, the, you know,
3: that that was Condor. Mm-hmm. Condor, I love it. You know what else I love, Kyle? Something you you don't love yet, but I would say by the time episode nine comes out, uh, hopefully I can get you into a galaxy far, far away. Here is a little Star Wars universe that we see in. Sol- oh no! You could have kept going. <laughs> No, that was good. That was perfect. All right. Here's here's a Howard explaining the Star what? Wars universe that we see in Solo. <laughs> was different from anything else that we've seen in any previous Star
4: Wars movies. The Empire controls everything. Everyone is struggling to survive,
0: but we discover this incredibly free spirit. We're meeting Han right before he becomes the Han that we know.
4: You end up getting to see how this guy got to be the way he is. It's all part of the great expansion of the Han Solo world.
3: It's a rite of passage. You look good. The tests he needs to face, the challenges he has to endure, to become Han Solo. those first encounters with Chewbacca.
4: You're going to need a nickname cuz I ain't saying that every time.
3: With the Millennium Falcon. With Lando
4: Calrissian. Did you win your ship playing cards?
3: I like this kid. They're in this
0: movie. I'm a driver. A great pilot.
3: He's the most exciting character in the saga for me. You don't know what he's going to do. I'm a terrible person. He's reckless.
4: He does these stupid things that should never work.
0: And they do. I'm fine. And he does it with bravado. I might be the only person who knows what you really are. What's that?
3: Whoa, that was tight Welcome back to the Pop Culture Set Of course, Solo Kind of uh, kind of finally coming onto the screen Of course, young Han Solo Played by Alden Ehrenreich uh, Who, of course, we know from uh, I would say Majority of the people know from, from uh, Hail Caesar A wonderful, fantastic uh, Coen Brothers film That came on out a few years ago Blue Jasmine Yes, on the voodoo Please check out A Hail Caesar. It's a, a great look into that inside a Hollywood take from the 1950s, 60s era, McCarthyism, if you will. Plus Cable and Thanos is in it, Josh Brolin, which, by the way, the Thanos and DC references in Deadpool 2 are fantastic. Uh, but uh, also in the uh, Warren Beatty film where he was nominated, I believe, for uh, a Golden Globe last year for Rules Don't Apply. Uh, there was a strenuous search, Kyle, to play a young Han Solo hundred thousand, if you will. Um, so I mean, it's, it's pretty damn exciting on, on that front. Uh, I know James Franco's, uh, or yeah, James Franco's younger brother, Dave Franco. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah, he was also apparently one of the front runners, uh, to play him along, but ultimately, uh, Disney uh, and Lucas kind of deciding on Alden uh, Aaron Reich, I think, you know, in due time, I think it's an inspired casting choice. I think he kind of has that Harrison Ford look, that, you know, kind of scowl, if you will. Look, he's just a thief that just wants to continue to live day by day and just get the best score that he can possible. Of course, Chewbacca is along on the ride. Maybe we get to see how these two kind of uh, end up in the world. That they are into, um, but you know, again, you have the likes of Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, kind of you know playing around with the game. Sandy Newton, uh, Paul Bettany, John Favreau, you know, kind of doing some voice work, but or not voice work for for uh, Bettany, but for Favro. Uh, but Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. A lot of the early reviews have been extremely positive for him, definitely as we expected, Kyle. Uh, exudes that character, that Colt forty five, that wonderful portrayal that, of course, Billy D. Williams uh, played in the seventies that, or in the eighties that made it so iconic. Um, I mean, this is a movie I'm I'm hyped for. I like these Star Wars one offs, if you will. I've been a Han Solo fan well, probably since I was three even though my recollection is probably more like six. I've always thought Luke was more of the wiener of the group. Again, Kyle, you're anti-hero, if you will, uh, since, of course, we all know Han Solo isn't, uh, you know, the the most moralist of thieves, but at least he has a tad bit of morals. Uh, but, you know, it's essentially some gangster shit goes down into this world, and, of course, we get to see the Millennium Falcon kind of in its infancy here and kind of get the, the train of that. Uh, Again, a lot of positivity kind of coming out, but the Rotten Tomato score so far at 70%. Again, very kind of splits amongst fans. I'm going to go in just expecting a good time. I don't need any, you know, references to a new hope to empire to episode seven. Um, As long as, as they hit all the beats, And as long as it's a fun-ass time, I think this will be a success. Uh, I think people just look way into shit nowadays, especially with franchises. Um, And you have Ronna Howard kind of taking over from Lord and Miller. um, But I think uh, that ends up being a positive thing. Since, again, Ronna Howard is kind of familiar with that world of sci-fi there. Uh, A a movie, I think, I don't know if they should have done a prequel you know, kind of right away, but hopefully this will spin off into a Lando Corizian, uh, you know, type of movie, which Kathleen Kennedy kind of said there was and then had to backtrack. So I'm sure an announcement will happen depending on, of course, the box office this weekend. Kyle, we know, you know, you're not too much into the Star Wars universe here. But, of course, with the attraction of Donald Glover, you get, you know, Chewbacca, you know, a few characters that I'm sure you have heard of. Um, I hear a fantastic performance uh, by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who plays uh, Lando's robot, I want to say, God, L7, not, not L7, but, uh, but, you know, apparently she has a, a fantastic um, uh, character into this film that steals the show um, as well. But any interest kind of going into this, um, you know, kind of a, a good beginning um, into this character? Mm-hmm. No, no.
1: I feel like I just I have to now be firm, 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 and and just stand my ground and be like I I'm just not gonna see any Star Wars films.
3: Oh man! Yeah. So I rescind my offer. <laughs> 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 no, I
1: like it'll be weird, man, because. I wouldn't know if yeah, it's a is, prequel. Is, is this going to like explain his character and, and backstory and everything?
3: Yeah, this is the backstory. This is before uh, before the whole saga, if you will. This is a intro to this character. So I think really? this could be a good starting point for you. I, where then I you're going to be like, maybe I want to see this character in episodes four, five, six, and seven. You know, Alex,
1: like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I don't want to watch Star Wars. I'm just saying I haven't. And because yeah. I haven't, like, I feel like it's not fair at all to others. Now, nobody's sat me down and said, watch this. Because, well, nobody sat me down and said, watch this.
3: <laughs> Man, I am going to say sit your ass down and watch this. I think, I think Kyle, I think... If you watch this, and I believe it is on The Voodoo, if not, I know it's on Netflix. I think if you see Solo and then see Rogue One, a Star Wars story, these are both prequels to A New Hope. Yes, I know episodes 1, 2, and 3 are, but let's be real. That's the trilogy you start with is 4, 5, and 6. Technically, <clears throat> you go 4, five, one, two, three, and then 6, but I digress. So I think these could be good catapults, this, these two movies, could give you a flavor of, you know, maybe I do want to go to a galaxy far, God, that that cliche is old, but it's still, it's awesome. But uh, you know, depending if you do accept the challenge, I think this could be a, a good intro into that universe.
1: I I agree, and I'll I'll take your word for it, cause I, and you know, would you say Origins helped X Men a little? Not really because
3: that it was just no not, no that they ruined that. I mean you know Wolverine. Everyone knows yeah. Wolverine. That didn't need what what they were trying to do. Did they do a Magneto one?
1: Cuz I could've sworn they were going to do a Magneto one too.
3: There were rumors, there were rumors, but I think the backstory in First Class I think hit it right on the head pretty brilliantly. Oh. I think that was well, as good as an origin, you know, kind of twenty-five minute uh, splice into that film. I think that was a good uh, beginning jump off that they did for that character.
1: Then I really hope Solo helps me because, like, I'm not, I'm not trashing it. I'm just saying, like, like Game of Thrones to me is is I'm way too far behind for me to even sit here and be like, yeah, I'll watch all of them. To be honest, I agree. Um, I'm,
3: I'm I'm with the same boat. and So I feel like Star watched, Wars is in the same for me. I, but, I mean, that's only, what, two, four, like
1: but you can 20 for.
3: hours comparable to about 70 hours. But mm. I, I know Game of Thrones just through, from, you know, when podcasts were just beginning. I used to listen to this show that would just talk Game of Thrones. So I was like, I didn't have HBO at the time. So I was like, oh, I'll just follow through. With this, so, you know, I kind of had a grasp of the story of the show from that back, you know, in 2011. Um, but, you know, I've watched, you know, the episodes that, quote-unquote, blew up the internet. Like, The Red Wedding was my very first episode, so I counted on my friends who I watched it with to kind of give a little bit of backstory prior. And that kind of helps. And I've watched the last season and a half, I would say two seasons, you know, kind of through. Um, And I've seen just kind of the important ones kind of mixed throughout. This is a show, especially before the last season premieres next year. Um, I hope to try to, you know, kind of start from episode one all the way to the end of the last season. So I I agree with you. I I thought it was going to be hard to do. But once you kind of get into it, Kyle, and you kind of get over your, your fears of, wow, there's too many damn characters. It's a fun ride. And I think that's what Solo can do. As a nice introduction into, you know, just a, a, a seminal amount of these characters, Ow. but iconic nonetheless.
1: While we're talking here, I'm going to pull up the voodoo and see what Star Wars films is on here. Because I feel like I can probably get a head start with what's on here.
3: Also, shout out to the Celtics at the uh, fourth quarter, three minutes and 35 seconds. 90 to the Cavaliers, 73. What the do you hell? Smell it what? now? Do you smell it? I, d- <laughs> I do, but then they gotta get past the Rockets, which um is insane. You think Draymond Green's missed dunk was the uh the turning point for the series?
1: <laughs> no, no. It's just a case of who's hungrier. Um, I honestly thought Philly was the more hungrier team in the east and uh Houston was the more hungrier team on the west, but Boy was I wrong About half that shit
3: What's crazy too Is this is If 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 it goes the way That we're talking about If Boston and Houston End up winning Would this Uh. be the what The first time in what Five years Four years That it hasn't been These two teams Uh Yeah I mean
1: LeBron is gonna miss His first in the last Seven Or eight Eight seasons Seven, because it would have been his eight this season This season, so yeah The last seven has been all LeBron And so, um, for him to miss one And sit at home Is uh, really interesting I wonder where he's going to go You think he's going to go to Houston?
3: Who, LeBron? Yeah No, he's going to fill in Think so? That would be cool Oh, the Timberwolves No, I'm kidding Um So Great check it out ne- next nice. week, you know, for sure. Me and Demtris, but, but Kyle, we'll, we'll be getting our, our space nerdness on as we talk solo. Plus, I know we, we we got a few moments, but we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk a huge selling point, hopefully, for Kyle. We're going to talk the finale of Atlanta, Dama Glover, uh, kind of where that show's going to go. Kyle will give a little sneak peek at Soundset as well. We'll be right back. I still got to think of a better... <laughs> a better way to end that. Deuces. It works.
1: It works. <laughs> your late night hip-hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Half-Find Adams. Every Thursday night, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip-hop and R&B and here Minnesota Talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way
5: I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you Deal. let's journey life
2: together and make it worthwhile can't take it back way. like time see my life is like a movie no rewind killing mics like i got a license it's just- my belief don't have religion just a higher power who power i'm not so happy with but i take a breath regain my power check my feet when i'm walking to see if it ain't- i seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sort of clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because that's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real.
1: Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda SodaSound at StrongSoundMedia.com.
0: Enut. You know, you Enut. Know,
5: This right here is the Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. fifty, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm 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 forty-eight, but I feel like I'm twenty-six. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. And I never do. I, I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang bang. Oh, my.
3: SportsCast Radio, the one that started it all. With your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're gonna be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, black flights, publish book, but survivor, and even that weird sport where you do the hurdles jump puddles and track and field. Alright, maybe not that one. But from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. SportsCast Radio. I
0: really like what you've done to me I can't really explain it I am so to you Really like I've been i
1: Let that play on forever. Welcome back to the pop culturist. That is uh Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, doing his cover of Tamina's I'm So Into You. Really love that jam she both is. ways from Donald Glover and Tamina herself.
3: Not Tamina Snooker, Tamia the Mrs. Grand Hill.
1: <laughs> I've been getting her name wrong this entire time. Whoops.
3: Your your whole life? <laughs> yeah, I have been.
1: Like, whoops.
0: <laughs>
1: well, there goes our chances of uh, her being
3: on the show. Damn oh, it! Man. We'll win her back. We'll win her back. No, I, <laughs> I, I love. I, I know you mentioned that cover, uh, you know, uh, a few times here on the show over the years. Uh, but just hearing it again, you're like, damn, that's just so smooth, so soulful.
1: Yeah, and that was just the ending of it. So like, mm-hmm. you still got the whole song. And, um, oh, I remember, like, working overnight, coming home, going on YouTube, and for some reason, man, like, even though that song's about, like, being into somebody and loving them, just the way he sung it just, like, made you feel better. Well, that and 420. But I'm just saying those two things combined, <laughs> like, and seeing the sunset, and you're just kind of like, all right, life ain't so bad. Life is hmm. cool. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> Thanks, Don. <laughs> Atlanta, boy, oh boy, oh boy!
3: Woo! My <laughs> gosh, we're gonna break into Atlanta. I mean, first off, I mean, as as season two, uh, which was of course dubbed Robin season, um, yeah. a lot. I mean, uh, definitely a, a, a different narrative, comparable to to the first season. Um, I I would say it, it definitely had its similarities, but a lot more more different stories for, for these characters of Earn, mm. Darius, uh, even Van, Vanessa, um, played by Zanzi Beats, of course, um, as we talked Domino? about, uh, Deadpool 2, Domino, um, and Brian Tyree, um, <clears throat> Henry there, who's going to be in Hotel Artemis and a shit ton of projects coming up as well, which I'm very excited for as well. I mean, everybody... Have, you know, a lot more work. Uh, you know, since the first season of of Atlanta, so again, a lot of people paying attention to that, and I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, paying attention now. Um, a lot, you know, this has been dubbed the best show on TV by not only a lot of my friends, you know, a, a diverse group of people, but a lot of the critics, you know, diverse, you know, array of critics as well. Um, the second season of of television is is something where it deserves to be on a station life like FX, because, you know, it, it does, you know, different storytelling, um, different aspects from shows like Legion, um, you know, to, to Atlanta, you know, to even it's comedies, like it's, it's always sunny Louie, you know, they, they always do shows outside of the box Um, take that HBO Uh, but Atlanta this season, you know, again, the growing pains of earn as a manager, but also trying to manage his own life, you know, you know, trying to, to figure out, you know, you know, how do I not be homeless, but most importantly, how do I not be as prideful and not ask for help? And, you know, you got to stop thinking, uh, you know, people look down at you just because you dropped out of college. Wow. Is this my life story? Um, You know, just basically getting that chip off of your shoulder Um, And then, of course, you know, you got Paperboy, you know, his cousin that he's trying to manage, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, trying to see where he wants to go with his career, why he isn't getting, you know, kind of the the bougie grab bags, you know, kind of the the covers, you know, he doesn't have to, you know, sell himself for, you know, a Spotify-esque type company. Um, It's... It's just something where you, you just kind of see them kind of come at a head with their relationship, whether it's personal or family. We got that wonderful throwback episode of them as kids, you know, with the FUBU jersey debacle. Then, of course, you get Van and Earn, you know, their relationship, where that transcends, you know, not only from just co-parenting a child, but again, what what does, what does can Earn do to help support that child? And, of course, Darius, the wacky at Avengers, and the hell, sometimes terrifying uh, kind of escapades that he gets into, or characters he runs into, a la Teddy Perkins. We've realized how how important a fate is. We learned, you know, in retail, uh, if you steal something, hey, the rules are they can't chase you. You know, you heard uh, fraternities are crazy, and they love the song Laffy Taffy, and a hazing can be insane and white people can be nuts um we've seen you know people get get murdered get shot at drug dealers sticking you up um anything in the city of atlanta or or urban landscape i would say was pretty damn uh accurate in its portrayal a different side of life of americana if you will and this last episode the finale i thought capped off um, in a nice, subtle way. It wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't underwhelming. It was more the re- morality aspect. What do you do for someone that you find out, hey, uh, their their academics are through the roof. They are borderline hmm. genius. you got to get them out of the hood in order to give them a fair chance, speaking of course of Earn and Van's daughter. And then the choice Earn makes towards the end of this episode of I could either take responsibility of what I'm about to, you know, possibly get into a lot of trouble with, or I can finally think of, you know, kind of myself and, and just say, you know what? It's my time. I just look on my side. Um, It's interesting what the choice that he makes. Um, Kyle, what did you think of this finale of Atlanta?
1: Um, I was confused as the wider packing up because I didn't see the Fubu um, episode, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize that like they're going on tour, so it makes sense. Um, to kind of like break leaves. Oh, yeah, so it kind of makes sense. Like they're gonna be gone for two whole months. Like save that money. So the, I I didn't understand it at first. Um, but the ending, I don't know how I felt about it. 'Cause I was like, dang, like I mean he he may find him again. Um but like I was like dang like that was a good character. Um and obviously as we know he was locked out of the house um in the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> oh Tracy <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Tracy.
1: And so he's a good character. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see what they do for season three if season three pops up. Um, explain to me who um, Clark is, though, because I thought that he was just like a manager or something. I didn't think he was an actual rapper.
3: Yeah, wasn't he the one that that had the YooHoo endorsements?
1: Um, I thought it was the other guy, the one that or they was saw that on
3: the plan. manager of him. Okay.
1: So it might have been his manager, I guess, or someone, but I knew it was the mm-hmm. Caucasian dude. And I didn't understand yeah, his exactly. significance. Um, and as to why the, like everything went down, but like what Ern or what, uh, um, Al was saying, I was kind of confused. Cause he was saying like, nobody cares, but you do. And I need it. So like, what's the point of being mad at him then? Or saying he's a poor manager. If he was doing his job all along. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I mean, he technically was because, I mean, he was trying to obviously put it in Clark County, which he was the rapper with that that hoo deal, um, that milk paper. Uh, But essentially it was his manager that took the fall because he wanted Paperboard to get that slot, that opening slot. So he was trying to essentially sabotage that by putting the gun that he didn't take care of himself that i knew obviously as i'm sure as the audience that he was going to forget that he put the gun in that uh in the backpack yeah. but you know for him to make that conscious decision of this is how i'm going to get the, not only this opportunity for paperboy my cousin to get a little bit more money by possibly headlining but also for me to you know advance my daughter's life or his daughter's life you know, along yeah. with possibly repairing him and Van's relationship, so yeah. I thought that was interesting in, in that aspect. And and to be honest, you know, in 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 situations like that, in different areas, a lot worse can can happen. You know, just to kind of secure one's future. Um, but damn, I mean, this is pretty common, don't you say? With with, with what kind of happens in scenarios like this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um
1: ooh, I know a friend who's going kinda of going through Earn's struggle now. Um, wants a better life for his kid, but kinda of can't make it out mm-hmm. the uh out the uh, quicksand, I guess you can say. Um and it's crazy. It's it's a crazy lifestyle, man, and, and I don't know how Earn does it. <laughs> while while yeah. being homeless still, like you, you don't know where he's sleeping. You just know that he's up and doing stuff.
3: And Van even said she might be, you know, moving back in, you know, with her mom, with, uh, with mm-hmm. Lottie. So, I mean, there goes kind of that, that area. I mean, of course, with them going on tour, you know, Darius and Al, they're going to need a, a new place to stay, you know, and, and of course, all those moving units uh, don't have no space for earn. Um, What did you think of all the throwbacks from the show in that last episode? Of course, we had the credit card, Uh, You know kind of people at the At the airport there Um, uh, God The the other character but of course That scene with all three of them on the couch On the first season But this time around They're waiting to go to the airport Uh, Did you think those were You know little nice nods Or do you think they could have done it without the little Wink wink to the audience
1: No I liked it I thought it was good Um And them sitting on a couch having that final moment. um, I thought it was good. Um, Really funny. (laughs) It was. It was. Smoke me. But, yeah, um, I I (laughs) thought it was really funny. And um, I thought it was a good way to end it. I really liked it. Um, Thanks, FX, for the preview pass again. I don't know
3: how they let me get it twice, but
1: I'm not complaining.
3: Shout out to FX. Um I mean, this season it's hard to kind of pick a favorite episode. I mean, because again, they're all so vastly different. Um, you know, kind of in in the narrative, but but a nice dive into each of these characters um, characters' lives here. Um, again, Donald Glover directed um, a handful of the episodes as well as uh, written along with his brother, but I would say a huge MVP hero, Morai, um, you know, kind of took the boatload of the direction of this season. Um, and yeah. again, just the visuals, the tone, um, just the scope, especially in the woods, you know, where, where Paperboy's, you know, kind of running for his life after getting jumped by, you know, a handful of youngsters there uh, and just him kind of having that clarity moment of, you know, it's either shit or get off the pot. You know, either, you know, my cousin's in it or I got to look elsewhere and look out for me. Um, you know, the the, uh, the FUBU episode, again, a, a good look into these two kids, into, you know, kind of the swagger that Alfred has always had to the meekness of what Erna has and kind of, you know, even though they're two totally different people, they've always had each other's back, which again kind of goes into the finale but of course I would say the episode that I would say a lot of people will be talking about. Um, unfortunately, Alligator Man, as great as it, it 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 was, uh great to see uh Cat Williams still can run with the best of them. Again, a great monologue with him having that chip on his shoulder, um, you know, just to kind of wipe that off. But that Teddy Perkins Darius episode, um, I would say this season definitely would be uh kind of personified by What are your thoughts on on kind of this season as a whole and and a few favorite episodes?
1: Um, I thought it was really, really great. Um, And once you saw Alligator Man, it kind of just increased (laughs) from there and didn't, like, let off um, at all. And um, you got the weird, like, dorm scene. You got the... Uh, little commercial or uh, episodes about, you know, each other individually. So you kind of understand who they are and, and their mannerisms. Um, and it all ties in together in the end, um, still with some cliffhangers and everything else, but it definitely outdid itself compared to season one. Um, and I feel like both of them, I can watch back to back all the way through and not, not like worry about time.
3: Agreed. I mean, we got a great new character, as as you stated earlier, Kyle Tracy, and kind of yeah. the fourth wheel, if you will. Uh, but the man uh, with the plan, you know, definitely uh, top-flight security of the world, Alfred. Uh, but but a Helen, a, a special episode for me, a pretty realistic look at the crossroads of when people are in a relationship, you know, especially when there's a kid involved and, and kind of where you want to go. Do you want to stay and be, you know, pseudo miserable and have that hope that it will get better? Or do you think it's just best to part ways and see your partner hopefully blossom and then, you know, you each can grow? I think, A, having the Oktoberfest as the backdrop um, was, was amazing. But, again, that realness, that talk that they have as playing, while they're playing beer pong, uh, a, a very uh, realistic truth. On, on you know when you reach that that pinnacle in your relationship where the hell it's gonna go uh, I, I can't find a bad episode out of this group um like you said Kyle I mean best show on TV I mean th- this is truly truly is everybody involved uh, will be uh, rewarded with so many globes and Emmys come the end of the year here uh, but again very much well deserved um anything else you're kinda watching, Kyle?
1: No. I, I did watch um, Ed, Ed and Eddie's Big Picture Show, which is a throwback for uh it's coming up on ten years now. Um I decided to watch for the first time. That was pretty cool. Um other than that, just rewatches. What's that? Oh, Big Picture Show? Um it's their final like hurrah, the uh last movie or um series or yeah, series finale, um, of the show.
3: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. The, yeah, Ed and Eddie was like one of those weird. Oh, cartoons. Ed, Ed and
3: Eddie, gotcha, gotcha. Is that sequel yeah. shit for real? Twenty nineteen?
1: No, that's a hoax. God. Um, okay.
3: And that I, just I, was
1: I, Yeah, I know. And I told him that. I said it's <laughs> not real. Like it's <laughs> you can't <laughs> don't believe everything you say. However, I did. Um, there's a website, fandom.com. Um, I can tell you what shows they talked about bringing back overall, which is really really funny. Now that you mentioned it, um, I know one of them. And, and, and like when I when I put this up here and I give a rundown of these shows, um, let me know if you um, would watch them or not. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the all new Powerpuff Girls, um, which is Oh, well, true or false?
3: I'm going to say that is true.
1: That is true. January 4th um, is when it is coming to Cartoon Network. Um, Teen Titans Season 6. Now, not Teen Titans Go!, but Teen Titans.
3: Is that the more serious one? Not where they're mm-hmm. all cartoony?
1: No, is um, the more serious wait, one. So Season 6, I'm, they're continuing on.
3: I'm going to say a lot of people are clamoring for it, so hopefully true.
1: Uh, It is false, however. They're still going to run with T Titans Go. um, But it is one of the January. They do. Um, They they have. (laughs) Uh, Teen Titans Go, yeah, I I am really mad about that. I don't like Teen Titans Go. I'm really mad for the new Thundercats,
3: by the way, as well. Oh, God, that looks horrible. Good. I I can't even stand to watch any of that. (laughs) Temperature should be pissed about that.
1: Yeah. Um,. My Gym Partner's a Monkey Season 5
3: What the hell is that? Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go True just because it sounds outlandish
1: um, It is still Rumored however it is true They are talking about bringing it back along January with the Powerpuff Girls But uh, nothing too much <sighs> Has been confirmed other than that's what They intend to if they were to bring it back um, Let's see We already went over at and Ed which is false Holy shit that's uh, a real show Yeah, (laughs) it'll be season five when they do bring it back. They're going to continue on from season four. A lot of these shows actually is all continuations. They're not reboots, which to me doesn't make me mad. Um, If they were to bring back Ed, Ed and Eddie, it would be season seven. Um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends is rumored uh, under seven seven seasons, Um, along with The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. And Courage the Cowardly Dog
3: mm-hmm.
1: So I I'm believe gonna
3: say, Lane... Courage that That's going to be coming back isn't it
1: mm-hmm. Yeah actually um, There's been trailers for it Actually it was released about a year ago But um, okay. Cur- Yeah it's it's been a while um, I remember like Courage on his computer um, The computer saying like You know welcome you know it's been a long time Old friend and then they say you know Courage is returning blah 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 but that—it's been a while. It's
3: been a while since the Cubs looked good as well, getting swept by the Indians. Good God! What's the wow. uh, the next uh, title on the list?
1: Um. Oh, that that was pretty much it. These other ones, they they have them, but there's no links to tell me whether it's true or not. But um, yeah. Other than that, like that's that's really crazy. Um. I don't see how they can just, like, bring back these shows after they've been gone for so long, but that's what Fandom is saying. Fandom.com.
3: <laughs> Fandom.com. Nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. What's a big event Which... coming out this weekend? Oh, by the way, Dublin's coming back, and it's going to be ballers. Yeah, who's the host? I know it's, like, somebody we know. It's some girl, some youngin, Which I haven't I've watched the trailer on mute on Facebook um, But she looks excited But Mark Summers apparently will be playing a role Uh, I'm just going to wait for the first episode I am hyped
1: (laughs) Wait, Mark Summers is still going to be in the show?
3: He's going to be involved somehow Somehow Really? I'm excited to find out, yeah On this new episode of Double Dare, we'll be exploring
1: the GAC and how it's made. Stay tuned. (laughs) Like what? What happened? I thought you was doing Double Dare, not Good Eats, or not Good Eats. What's that show he does?
3: Uh, Lisa Koshy is the host.
1: No idea. She's a
3: big social media person, YouTube. I'm assuming. Really. TRL.
1: Yeah. And you're cool
3: with that? I'm fine. I mean, a, a young hip host. I mean, no one besides anyone from our generation is gonna know Mark Summers. I mean, so get someone the kids know. Work hard. Have that nostalgic factor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he has that show on Food Network. Like, yeah, yeah, still, you were,
1: yeah. I don't know if it's still running or not, but like he's he's still doing the thing. Like, and uh, yeah, people people know uh, Mark Summers. They have to. They have to. I would hope so. They have to. That's like um. Never mind. I had, a, I had an analogy, but I I lost it. No big deal.
3: <laughs> uh, speaking of no big deal, I didn't know tickets were this much, Kyle. But no big deal. One hundred and thirteen dollars for sound set. Is that yeah, cool? GA.
1: That's why a lot of people are like, nah. Like, go no, without the fair. You can't even get on the uh, on, on, on the freaking rides. You get cookies.
3: Uh, weren't there like sixty bucks before?
1: They were actually Alex. Um, I remember the first ticket I bought was ten years ago because it's it's the tenth year anniversary. Ten years ago, tickets were twenty five dollars.
2: Wow! But
1: you had local acts. So I mean, not local acts, but you had underground. So you had like Little Brother, Atmosphere, Brother Ali, Dilated Peoples, Delta Funky Homo Sapien, like names like that. That like are underground, right? And they did at the Target Center parking lot. Oh, no, dang. my bad, Metrodome parking lot. Because I don't think Target Center has a parking lot. Either way, is it Target? Is that the Metrodome? And um, um, did their thing there, and then uh, I went to Canterbury and tickets bumped up a little bit to like sixty bucks. Cause I remember paying sixty for VIP, and that was twenty twelve when uh, Kendrick Lamar and. Uh, Lupe Fiasco and, and all of them came on. Um, and now it's, yeah, 100 and some dollars. And I remember that was VIP pricing like two years ago. Now that's GA.
3: But I guess, I mean, with the talent that it encores, I mean, I, I guess if you would see all these acts by themselves, go the logic. I mean, it, it, would, it would well go over $100. I mean, so I guess to see Wu-Tang, Brockhampton, Erica Badu, the queen, Um, like you said, amigos. Jordan Jiskra, a.k.a. Logic, um, Tyler, the creator. I mean, again, some, you know, prof, you know, kind of gaining some steam over the last couple of months. Um, Hieroglyphics, Jaden Smith, you know, you've opened my eyes up to his music. Um, I mean, so MERS, who I've seen a few times. Um, So I guess, I mean, it's not too much, but, you know, you would think you would try to keep it a little bit more, Cost efficient, I would I would have guessed, but
1: yeah. I got, but I mean,
3: that's some good talent, but nothing like Kendrick, yeah. I guess. No, I mean Kendrick 100%. was
1: just popping then, though. So it's like it's yeah. not like it was anything, you know. Um, he was actually like one of the first few, like around like two or three in the afternoon, he was like up there quick. Um, mm-hmm. however, this year though, my problem is atmosphere has a atmosphere and friends stage. Um and he's gonna be going up at the same time as Migos. Oh, I have like, no yeah, I have no idea why you would do that. Logic is headlining at eight thirty, Atmosphere and Migos both go on at seven thirty. Um DJ Jazzy Jeff goes on at six thirty to end the DJ booth and um
3: yeah. Wow, oh, so people literally will have to choose
1: mm-hmm. between
3: I had to choose between Atmosphere and Migos. That sucks.
1: I had to choose between Dessa and Red Man and Meth Man. That broke my oh, that heart. Sucks. Yeah, I chose Red and Meth though. It was cool. It was worth it.
3: I mean, at least Erica Badu is going to be earlier in the day. Um we she's right before Erica. Um, yeah, I I would probably Jaden Smith's early on in the d- in the day, two o'clock. Um, interesting, interesting. Yeah.
1: Um Every year I always play like You know how like Christmas We have a list of movies That we kind of go through Every year Like every time yeah. Soundset comes on I always play like Rhyme Sayers And I play a lot of Atmosphere I don't know why But It always Always gets that mood But I was trying to play Uh Cause it's This tight. song here Have you heard of Cats Van Banks With uh Dim and Brother Ali
3: No But if this is it I'd like it mm-hmm.
2: Are
1: you familiar with the Atmosphere, or do you
3: listen to a lot of Run Series music? Uh, no, honestly.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Um, I just was
3: lucky. I, I, I mean, I I appreciate them, but I it's just I mean I wasn't brought up here. Of course. So I mean, you know, I I kind of dig what I like. Um, uh, twenty one, what, what's their gimmick? Not twenty one Dragons. Uh, whatever <laughs> bullshit band that is, you know they they definitely owe their careers to Atmosphere, kind of the stylings there, of Slug, and them. Um, but uh, I mean, uh, again, it's, it's something I'm sure one day I should sit down and kind of you know listen to their essentials to kind of get into them. Um, but yeah, I mean it, it it's something again that it hasn't been engraved in me, you know where I have like the Crucial Conflict, to or Die, Twista. You know, kind yeah. of thing, grave where I'd, you know, see that shit. It was like, oh, this is, you know, this is the gospel. You know? like Twister's still in the hood, that. too, by the way. Damn straight. straight.
1: Twister's still in the hood.
3: South Twister side of Chicago.
1: Has them nice-ass cars, though. Twister has some yeah. definitely. Really has some nice-ass cars. But he got those man. hooks,
3: uh, those hooks hookups. ups. <laughs>
1: By the way, I just had a funny story. Um, Some friend of mine came to visit me in Wisconsin, and um, uh, she went to Hooks out here because the chickens fire, and we we sent her friend. Um, Her friend kind of was in a culture shock, I guess you can say, Mm -hmm. and was just like so in a daze that (laughs) We ordered a twelve-piece wing meal. She came back with a bunch of fish,
3: like that, lemon? it's in my
1: fridge. Yeah, lemon pepper all day. But like I, I
3: have,
1: I have fish, and then I order fish myself. So it was just fish on top of fish, and they was just like, "Here you go." And I was like, "This is the greatest <laughs> day ever." I got a bunch of fish.
3: <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> fish on fish on fish on fish. Um, hooks can't fuck with um. By the way, going back to Atmosphere, I did meet them once. Very awesome guys. They came to uh, my previous job back in the city. Um, just they were coming off, uh, I'm assuming, a tour stop since their tour bus was in the lot. Very cool dudes, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, one day, one day, Kyle. Um, and also, speaking of culture shocks, there was this place back in the south side of Chicago I used to love go to called Babas Kyle, and it was the best place for a Philly cheesesteak. It wasn't in in Baba's. the nicest of areas, but also That's not. Outside. It's very like the outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to but think they have um They garlic fries. Um, yes, they do. They make their own lemonades as well. I went
1: there. Yes. No way. And and I had a sandwich there. Shout out to Cherie. Uh, me, or we went out there. And I had the garlic fries and I had a Philly. Yes. Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> this place, I used to, God, where was it? It was kind of like not, uh, not Bowling. It was like near Joliet, essentially. And okay. my mom would take me kind of like back in high school and she was like, You got to check this shit out. I don't like how they put lettuce and random tomatoes on their Phillies but I like the process. I like you can watch yeah. them make it make it. It's fresh lemonades but man, yep. when you would go there past ten o'clock, I would bring all my white friends and I'd be like, You gotta come with me. You know, I'd be, you know, kind of in a zone. Although like, you gotta check this place out. It's the best fuck it's the best food in all the planet. Which it was. Yeah. Yeah. But past ten o'clock, man, it would be people out the door, people, you know, dumping a Hennessy in the cups, just yelling, rapping, fighting, people rolling blunts inside, outside. It was to me, heaven. It was home, yeah. but to bring various friends into that place, Matt, it was great to kind of see like, what the hell is going on? What's going to happen to me? I was just, like, just chill, <laughs> it's just relax, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. But, uh, definitely some good times, the past of one, 2 AM going on a Baba's run, uh, turned up, leaned man. up if you will, uh, back in the day. And, uh, it looks Chicago. like some of them are still open. I got to check that shit out. Uh, I never but I'm thought. I'm all in in, in September. That's awesome. You've been there.
1: Yeah, bye-bye. And then
3: that's fucking stick. Uh,
1: And thank you guys for having Twin Peaks. Um, that place is fire. Like I, I went there because it was right by um, what is that mall out there? It begins with a O. I think it's like Orland Mall or
0: yep, something like yep.
1: that. Um, and um, they had a Twin Peaks right across from there, like that Dave and Buster's, mm-hmm. and that was good. We went to um, Home Run Inn over on south side of Chicago, and that was that's good.
3: It's good thing, crust pizza.
1: Yeah, but it's weird because they have that little like thing at the bottom that still like cooks the pizza, so it makes it like crispier and then, like bumpy kind mm-hmm. of. Oh, that's weird how they do it, but that's really good. Um, where else did we go? We went to a bunch of places, and like, I probably spent like two hundred or two fifty on food alone.
3: Damn, I'm on this keto diet, so I can't eat bread.
1: Wait, what? Oh,
3: are you on that thing too? I'm not on it.
1: Are you? On I swear that? To, like half the population is.
3: Oh, no! I just I decided I I shouldn't, you know, be. Filling my body full of grains. Just I get. Um, that's true. I, I get like everybody posting
1: on their Facebook, including like Ashley who sells it, and so mm. it's just nonstop. No, kettle, I'm not so. an
3: asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. just announced it on Facebook or on on, on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's on air, it must be true. <laughs> Hashtag um, What you got coming up We got Soda Sound Radio coming up uh, yeah, typical Me and we got me and up Wills yeah. Back
1: on the air next week Or tomorrow, my bad, I don't want to say next week Tomorrow at 10pm We'll be talking at Kanye, or Kendrick Lamar-ish um, Which I find really, really Hilarious um, We'll be talking some Five Mics um, and A bunch of other stuff I know We kind of went over the show a little bit earlier um, This week, so yeah, I got, got a cool show lined up for y'all. Oh, Mount Rushmore as well. We're going to Mount Rushmore and who our four MCs is um, that should be solidified on Stone. And spoiler, Jay-Z and Nas is not on any of our lists.
3: Really? I'm intrigued yeah. to check that out, as well as our audience here. BlockTalkRadio.com forward slash StrongStyleMedia Um... Also, God, I, I'm I'm so perturbed right now. They're playing The Incredibles 2 two days earlier with a double feature with the first one on IMAX at Southdale on a Wednesday. Ah, I might have to do, do a one-day trip. I, I might have to do a field trip. That's like my biggest movie of like, is that? Like the decade. June 13th.
1: I might be able to get tickets for us. I think it's my turn to treat you.
3: stay tuned uh, also stay tuned next week on the pop cultures with kyle myself and a uh, new contributor uh the daredevil Derek fury will be talking about <laughs> solo a star wars story we'll uh also have some other blurred alerts because they'd be the realists. uh And then uh, we'll we'll talk about some other shenanigans. I'll talk Rampage. Spoiler alert, it's a good-ass film. If it's playing at a theater near you, check it out. If it's at the $5 theater, check it out. It's a good, fun-ass film. I guess that's the review. Way better than I anticipated. Uh, Awesome deaths, good humor mixed out. Um, Check it out. It was way better than I uh, anticipated. The, The Rock is The Rock for a reason. Uh, He made a movie that was uh, dead on paper Um, and, you know, and just made it work. Also, shout out Jeffrey D. Morgan being uh, as Negan as he could. Uh, He just has that awesome swag charm. But, uh, yeah, I highly recommend if you aren't seeing Avengers Deadpool or you've seen that shit already, you're not a Star Wars fan. You got Rampage playing near you. Check that shit out. Also, check myself out along with Ryan, the technical legend, Cook on WrestleCast Radio every Monday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. BlockTalkRadio.com forward slash Strong Style Media. We got a lot to talk about in the Battle of the Super Juniors tournaments. We got five shows we're going to talk about uh, WWE. Why I might finally be done with them with that freaking abysmal, atrocious segment that involved Bobby Lashley, even though I do not like him as a wrestler, he deserves much more as a performer and especially as a man, by God, as well as Sami Zayn. Uh, I might be done with the WWE on a weekly basis, minus NXT and 205 Live. There might be a shift change on Russell Cash Radio, but uh, tune in again every Monday night or check out the archives again on, uh, well... I said it. But also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. And uh, what's the other gimmick there, Kyle? I'm going to say Player FM. So just search Strong Style Media along as well as in the Facebook uh, search bar. Give us a like. Give us a share. Comment. um, As well as the pop culturist. That is Kyle. I am Alex. Good night, cruel world. We'll see you next week. I'll be in a galaxy far, far away. Deuces. Shout
2: out to my birds. They represent the realness.